Welcome to Inside Florida Racing. I think that's where I am, or I don't know. I'm in the Twilight Zone version yeah. of this show tonight. Uh, folks, yes. Uh, oh you're listening God. to uh, Rob Elting, uh, a.k.a. Bonehead, with C.C. Brooks, of course, Good here. Good evening, everyone. Hi, um, Jack. Hey. Yes, we're in the Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone show tonight uh, will be fun-filled. Um, uh, interesting uh, things that happen when tracks don't race. Uh, certain stories uh, become headlines. <laughs> mm, yeah. And uh but uh, talking about the weather, uh the weather was kind of harsh on uh, uh the dirt tracks uh you know, didn't have it too well, but um uh, a couple of the asphalt tracks raced Charlotte County Speedway. Yes. Ocala yes, Auburndale. Ocala o- raced Friday. Okay, Ocala raced kicked brought by. They got the late models happening, man. Yeah. They had a big field of late models. Yes, Friday night. Yeah, that was on Friday night. Mark Whitener won uh, the late model race up there. Johnny Collins came in second. Ivan Lloyd was third. Shane Williams, all them guys. They were all there, man. Good. Heavy Don't forget hits. about Showtime. He was sixth. Yeah. Rich Good Pratt was Showtime. eighth, and Mike Bresnahan uh, bringing up the uh, top ten there. Now, we tell these guys week after week about they got to get on this show to win. Yeah. Right? Look at that. Yep. Look at that. So... A couple of weeks ago, we had remember we had Todd Free Jr. on. He raced many stocks. He's the guy who's he's the, the youngster went up. He became a cop, and now he's uh, mm-hmm. back to racing again. Now that he's got all his job under his under his wing and all that. He come on the show. Went down there and won at Charlotte County in the many stocks. All right. Last week, uh, Chandra and uh, Aaron. Chandra and Aaron, yep, Irish. Yep, they were on the show and they went out and they won. It happens. I mean, That's in the mini cups. It's what you have to do, man. Yeah, well, I hope that we're good luck for somebody. Were you at Charlotte Saturday night? Looks like I no, didn't I see wasn't. you. No, I wasn't. I uh, most things were rained out. I wasn't there, and I, and it wasn't because you know it was rained out. It's just that I, I I've just got you know all kinds of things going on, and uh, I didn't get a chance to go this week. It did look like it was going to be a rain out for them, and uh, oh, we ended you know, up having a fun night. Yeah, I, I hear, I hear, and you know, Bobby, he definitely is uh, one lucky guy when it comes to the weather. In some cases, you know, and some might say he may not agree because I'm sure that the fan count um, with the weather looking so, you know, bad. The, the fan, fan count, count was, wasn't that great. Well, see, that that's the thing I feel bad for him. But he has the races. That's a good, there's the deal. He at least has the races. Yes. He pays the drivers. The drivers come. They put on these great shows mm-hmm. with a lot of cars. And, uh. The fans, if they don't get out there to enjoy it, you know, that's their loss. And uh, But, uh, you know, at least he's been uh, making do and having races. And uh, tell me about this uh, 
26 cars in the uh, flip-off there. What was it, the, the Fab Fours? Four? The four-cylinder switch-off race. So it was the Fab Fours and the Pro Fours. And, um, I mean, there were it was a mix of drivers. You had your Fab and Pro 4 drivers right. teaming up uh, with Road Warriors and late model and super late model drivers. Um, 26 of them. What a car count. It was outstanding. It was amazing. Um, Bigley, Billy Bigley was there. He he drove. All the Bigley Juniors the were Bigley there, Juniors too. The Bigley Juniors were there. And um, what's interesting is I'm... The Bigley Bunch. The Bigley Turn Bunch. And what I thought was interesting was oh, yeah. I figured that a late model driver, a road warrior, um, getting into one of these little cars would be no big deal. Walk in the park. And nice. it wasn't. It was a challenge for them. Man. And, um, and they Trust all me, had, driving a late model is easy compared to that stuff. And they all had a blast. They had a good time. Um, uh, it was the last night to race for um, for the number four Fab Car Rose. Um, uh, I want to say Macho, but I, I know that's it's not the prono- proper pronunciation. Mako, Rose Mako, um, she has sold her race car. And her and her husband are buying a home, and so she's taking a time out from racing. But it was her last night. She sold to you? In the, in the fa- to no, you? she didn't sell it to me. That's a damn shame. Yeah, but, uh, I agree. <laughs> Do you know how the swap meet went? I saw that Bobby had a car show and a swap meet going on on Sunday. Did that happen? I went to Sarasota on Sunday. I, I don't know, but I'll tell you, New Smyrna had a packed house, too. The guys were Did talking they? about that. A couple of people were I was talking they about They got that. rained on, huh? They got uh, they had a, a good crowd. But uh, Hey, can I ask you something else there, Jackaroo? Yeah, man. I didn't get a chance to go on Monday to the t- car test for the dirt cars. What happened? Was that Monday? Yeah, it was last Monday. No, it was well, Tuesday. Well, there's Tuesday. We Tuesday. talked about it on Monday, and it Tuesday. was Tuesday. Well, didn't you check your email? You should have seen a picture from the... Yeah, uh, it was just two... That's not the way just, you need to say it. It was just two guys that... It's too many people I sending w- me I bad stuff. I wasn't familiar with, so... I yeah. didn't feel bad. I didn't well, feel bad that I didn't go out. Actually, that, there, was, there, there was the two cars down there. Um, and uh, tell you what, I'll get to that in a little bit. But yeah, there was two cars down there practicing. Um, Did you see anything in, they the, just in wanted, the 1450s no, like they were talking about? No, no, no. It wasn't like it was like a big deal okay, to open so practice. Rob, it was just a couple of guys needed to test the car so that Ken Kenny had some input. And Ken will be on with us later tonight. Okay. And okay. he has the whole deal with Beautiful. Him. I want to hear about it. It's going to be a but good right race. now, it's on the. What night are they running? I'll tell you, one of the. What, what were you talking about? What night are they going to run that over there on the on the asphalt? August 16th. That sounds like yeah, a August guess. Yeah, August 16th. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like a good one. One of the uh, cool things happening is this year is the, the mini cups. Um, we have uh, Rick Ariyama with the fast mini cups with us right now. Rick, what's happening? How you hey doing? Hey, guys. How you all doing tonight? We're doing Hello. great. What's happening with the mini cups? Oh, I tell you what, man. Uh, we're growing uh, quite rapidly this year. Uh, Saturday night, we had a 19-car entry, 17, 18 cars took the green, and it was some of the best race. And, and what it, it's all contributed to uh, uh, some of the sponsors that Susan's been managing to put together. Tempest Cycle showed up, uh, brought out a couple of their custom choppers, uh, we did the parade lap. Um, they're our major contributor this year. Uh, they're sponsoring all the cars. Uh, Ram Transport stepped up. Uh, Shannon's Produce here in Zephyr Hills, Browns Motorsports. Uh, we also got uh, Carriage Auto Sales. They stepped way up. 
And then the juniors, uh, Ram Transport stepped it up again. Uh, Absolute Air Systems here in Zephyr Hills, great air conditioning company. And uh, Dickie got uh, Orlando Fireworks to throw down a few dollars, too. Um, plus some other unnamed, uh, some people that wanted to remain nameless, uh, throwed down some good money, and it was $1,200 purse uh, for the field. And they took home some good cash. Susan put a good program together this Saturday night. Fast mini cups, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you what, though, uh, if you didn't show up at Auburndale to watch the mini cups this Saturday night, you really missed a great show. Um, we did a 50-lapper. And nobody dominated that race. We had eight or nine good competitive pro drivers. Uh, you know, started off with the, the Kleins, uh, the father and son, man. They took it to the point, dropped the green flag, run good. Uh, Lana Cohen, Richard Cohen, and Matt Cohen's uh, uh, daughter, uh, she run good. She run up in the top five, and then she fell off, and some other cars took that spot. She got her spot back. And next thing you know, out of the middle of nowhere, guess who? Cinderay Irish blasted the car to the front with about 10 laps to go. Grandpa followed her right through James. That old man's tough. you got to watch this guy race. Yeah, well, you know, we had uh, we had her on the show the other day, and we were just talking about how these folks get good luck when they come on our show. We take we take full credit for their victories. Yeah, that's right. She said she was going to win, and she wasn't kidding. Well, let me tell you, the Irish family dominated pretty much, I would say, the last third of the race. Uh Cinderay and James, they run first and second. Um, and uh, Aaron finally won a race. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. She, she had a good run going. Um, uh, but, you know, Jordan Martin, you got to say a lot about this eight, nine-year-old kid. He That's, the I think, only the second race that he's lost this year. And, uh, you know, my junior class is growing. Uh, Susan's just been on the phone. we got a couple more juniors coming out of Fort Lauderdale. You know, but also got to give some thanks to the other minicap series. They kind of sent them our way because they don't have a, a junior program, you know, and we really uh, thank you, Derek, for that, uh, helping us out a little bit. Um, these two series are kind of working together a little bit more, you know, seeing eye to eye, and that's what we're all leading towards. But, uh, you know, the Fast Mini Cup Series, right now I think we're the premier number one mini cup series in Florida. Yeah, and you can uh, check out the website at uh... – FastMiniCupSeries.com, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, go on the website, uh, you know, find the guest book. Um, it, it's a fabulous site. Susan does this full time. And I tell you what, right now, as far as we know, she's one of the few, if only, uh, women owner-promoters in Florida. we kind of been researching it a little bit. I mean, there's a few of them out there, but she's doing good. And, you know, I'd like to really thank Auburndale Speedway. You know, they, they opened their arms up to us this year, and, you know, they've been making us feel very welcome, and we just, we like racing there. Our drivers like it. It's centrally located, and the best part about Auburndale, it's a driver's track. You better have your car set up. Um, that's right. Uh, let me ask you something. If uh, Are you guys allowed to race at two tracks at one night? Well, that's a subject that uh, at the Fast Mini Cup Series, we tried to not get into that particular area of the politics. Um, we like to re- try to remain neutral because the, the Mini Cups are kind of like a novelty item. It, it's not really the main show, even though we can have a great car count. A lot of people still see a Mini Cup as a go-kart w- uh, with a body on it, but they're not even close. It's a full-fledged, real 
stock car is just half scale, half the size. I mean, we had six different lead changes Saturday night. That's how competitive these cars really are. Uh, so I see uh, I'm on your website bouncing around a little bit, and you guys got uh, some good things on here. Uh, one of the things is the car specs talks about what the cars are made out of and chassis, bodies, and what have you, and the inside of the car. You know, just some things about the car that people don't realize that I see think that, uh, you know, people always ask themselves what a Mini Cup is. Some people, unfortunately, they haven't seen them. You know, we've seen them race quite a bit ourselves, but... Some people haven't seen them, you know, don't even know what they're all about. But um, I'm just bouncing through your site here and seeing that uh, you got car specs on there and what the inside of the car is all about. And yeah. The different drivers that are on there, you know, that are uh, in the series. Which your series has grown and it uh, continues to grow. Um, so it must be a pretty good series. Um, well, we know it's a pretty good series because when we when we talk to, you know, drivers who participate in it, they were very pleased, and of course, then they end up winning after being being on Inside Florida Racing, and um, you know, yeah, yeah, gotta give a, gotta give the Irish family props. They they're really doing well. They're second and third in the points right now. Um, Frank Fister, he came from dead last in, in the in the pro starting lineup and end up on the last lap. Nip James in the probably by about a half a fender for second place. So. Uh, Cinderay and James, you know, they, they run good. But Frank, um, Jerry Parker, he's been down because his wife had a baby, and we understand that. He come from the back and was going for the lead, and him and James got a little tangled up, and the call went in James's favor. So they put Jerry to the back, but he still managed to pull out a sixth place uh, finish with about five laps to go. Hey, Rick, when's the next race? Um, not this Saturday, but the next Saturday. What's the date, Susan? The 26th, and you really need to come out and watch these cars run, you know. Spend a couple extra bucks, you know, go in the pits, check out these cars with the bodies off. They are full-fledged stock cars, and the best part is, is they're affordable. Okay, well, just remind everybody where to come see you on the 26th. At Auburndale Speedway. Okay, well, Rick, thanks so much for joining us. We have to move along right now, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's have a, a great I week. I appreciate you having us on, and uh, like I say, i like to thank all my sponsors out there and all the drivers and, the, you know, the fans that really appreciate the Mini Cups. And you all have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. There you have it. With us. All right, uh, man. Listen, uh, we may run down this list real quick. Tonight we're going to have uh, Greg Roberts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, the young man who was uh, really uh, seri- bus driver, right? seriously injured in a school bus race. I talked to him this afternoon. He's going to be with us tonight. He's uh, still in bed, as a matter of fact. And, really? Uh, yeah, he's not. But uh, he's going to talk with us tonight. We're going to have, of course, uh, Ken Kenny. We're going to have the. We're going to announce the. Uh, driver of the month. The for driver June. of the month for June, the Pandora uh, Jeweler Driver of the Month. Ken Kenny's going to be on. Tanya uh, Moschel, the uh, general manager from Volusia Speedway Park. Of course, that's where the big big deal is this weekend mm-hmm. in the Dirt World, in in Florida. Travis Wilson's going to join us. And uh, we're going to get to uh, the little deal about Auburndale here in just a minute after this break. Hey, I got to um, I got to meet some Auburndale drivers Saturday night. So, uh, as a matter of fact, one of them we're going to have on here. So, looking forward to uh, talking with again, talking cool. with him again. That was Jason. So, cool. uh, we'll be back on Inside Florida Racing. All righty.
sound on uh, Thursday night, you know it's time for Scott McAllister and the uh, Southeast uh, Dirt Weekly. It is good to be back here on Southeast Dirt Weekly. Man, what a show we got lined up. Incredible show, um, and because it was so incredible, I decided to have him on the show this week. Of course, we'll be having the uh, world famous, and I mean world famous, uh, Bobby Alexander Sr. Uh, started dead last, hail of the field. He came back to pick up his... Uh, First victory in the 2008 racing season. And you've already been to England. You know, I just hung up the phone, and once again, one of uh, Bobby Alexander's old running mates um, just hung up the phone with him. Unfortunately, it's very late over there. Yeah, I was over there with England and talking to, actually picked up the phone, Bobby Allison. Bobby Allison. And, you know, so he said, I'm, I'm dead asleep. You know, what do you want? And I and after he told me where he was, I, I thought, man, maybe it's best we have him back another. <laughs> Yo, matey, it's the wrong time of day. The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. Don't miss your chance to be a part of auto racing history. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series offers fast and exciting dirt late model racing throughout Florida, Georgia, and Alabama in 2008. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series is coming to a track near you. Soon. Check it out. UnitedDirtLateModels.com. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. Sponsored by Central Mobile Homes Incorporated at Central Sheds and Trailers. Homes of America. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. Had to get my Nestle's Pure Life water uh, ready and sitting in front of me. I'm out and doing it tonight. All right, folks. Uh, I have to say that I'm, I'm just, I'm just really uh, perplexed with uh, track owners most of the time, anyways, um, and promoters and stuff, you know. But I usually don't don't say a lot about decisions that they make mm-hmm. when they're running their race tracks, you know, because I've learned over the years it really doesn't do any good because. Um, even though they want to hear it, they don't want to hear it on race day, and they don't want to, they don't really want to make any changes because they want to see if what they're doing works or whatever. But you know that I am a huge promoter. Our show is a huge promoter of um, guys that really go out there and race and put mm-hmm. themselves out there. We actually do a driver of the month program with Pandora yep. Jewelers, of which we will announce that winner tonight. The for June, but in my rant and rave to these drivers out here all the time of what they need to do, one of the things I tell them that they ought to do is race at multiple racetracks on the same night. Yep. To try to get that win, and uh, we've actually had Firestein. He actually won because he, uh, he amassed the, he these exactly wins. Did exactly that. Yeah. By Hell, the Grinnerwitches used to race on three tracks in one night. Yeah. Yep. 
Exactly. So it's been something that's gone on for a long time, you know, and I know of late model racers that, that do it. You know, sometimes, uh, like the other day, Bobby got that race done so quick, they took off to go to Auburndale. Um, I know that uh, these late model racers have left Bobby's racetrack and gone to Arvindale and been able to race. I don't know anything about points or anything like that, but I know they've always been able to well, make it over there and race. And uh, I Go ahead. Well, I, I was going to say, Rob, we have Aaron Williamson on the line with us right now, and why don't we just let him tell this story? Maybe that will clear up a little okay. bit for you folks that may wonder what um, Rob is freaking out on here. Go ahead, and, well, Aaron. Let well, Aaron tell us. Aaron, uh, welcome to Inside Florida Racing. Uh, how y'all doing tonight? We're doing pretty good, man. Uh, I, I am too. I ain't too bad. Yeah. Uh, working on the car a little bit tonight. So tell us, Aaron, uh, now th- th- this past weekend you raced at, uh, at uh, Charlotte County uh, Motorsports Park down in Ponte Gorda. And then you and uh, another driver or something uh, went to back to your what would normally be, I guess, your home track, um, I guess you could say, Auburndale Speedway to race. And tell us about what happened uh, on Saturday night. Well, I mean, the night started out as a pretty uh, pretty peaceful night, really. We uh, we got down to Charlotte County pretty early, and uh, rain came. I didn't get no practice. Got one round of practice and uh, qualified. We actually qualified in the rain. And... Uh, just trying, trying to get the show along, and uh, everybody had the same conditions, so it, it wasn't a big deal. And uh, we we raced. I believe we our fifty lap feature was over. We were like the fourth feature, I believe. We were over at nine o'clock, maybe a tick earlier. And uh, my family, my mom and dad, and my sister, they were over at uh, Arbondale Speedway. My dad was racing there, so we uh, I got in contact with them, and uh, we had made earlier plans in a week. I told them, I said, hey, I mean, if I get early, done early down here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call y'all and see what's going on. And if I can make it back for the sportsman feature at uh, Arbondale, I mean, I'd like to come back. I mean, try the two racetrack in one night deal and and just, just make it a fun night, you know, a, fun, a racing field night, really. And we, uh, my uh, fiance got hold of my mom and uh, called her. They they were at intermission whenever we uh, we we finished our race at Charlotte County. So we packed things up, me and uh, uh, Jason did, and uh, started our journey back to Arbondale. And uh, kept contact with my mom during the way, knowing where we were going to be. And uh, I had all intentions of coming back regardless to, to watch my dad. And uh, I was just sit on the grandstand side if we didn't make it, or if we did make it in time, uh, I was going to race. So we we uh, we made it back to Arbondale. It was during the uh, mini-stock race, two features before the sportsman race feature and i pulled through the gate and tim one of the security guards stopped me right behind the tech shed and told me i rolled down the window for him he told me i need to go across the way and uh pay your entry fee and after you get parked and stuff i told him no problem so we went uh we jumped on a, a buddy of mine's golf cart rode around the other side and uh paid our entry fees Fifty dollars. I gave us our band signed in, the whole deal in the office, and uh, come back around. By that time, guys already had my car unloaded. Started uh, fixing a few uh, dents and dings and stuff that happened at Charlotte County. Gotten a, a minor uh, collision down there, and uh, we. By that time, the, the mini stock race was over, so we started getting the car ready for the feature. I got the air pressure set and all that stuff. Went to the lineup. 
And we rolled out on the racetrack after the modified feature was over. We rolled around six, seven laps or so. We were waiting on uh, another driver that was driving in the modified race. that was also racing in the sportsman race. So we were waiting on him. He uh, he was starting in front of front of me and Jason both. So I seen him come out on the racetrack behind us. I pulled down on the bottom, motioned out the window for him to go on by. I knew not being there for the heat race, you uh, got to start in the rear if you're not checked in by a certain time. I believe it's six o'clock. So we, uh, no problem. I, I was willing to start in the rear. I, I didn't really expect to do a whole lot that night anyway. I still had the Charlotte County gear in it. I was just there to have fun, do what I could do, whatever. And we rolled around another two or three pace laps, I'd say. And we get the one to go at the front stretch. They're fixing to go green. Come off the two, and the back flagman's throwing the yellow flag, slowing everybody down. Everybody's waving their arms and stuff. We, uh, I figured in the back of my head, uh, the lineup's got to be wrong. They're, they're going to change lineup, whatever. Well, they let roll everybody by except for me and Jason. We stop right there at the pit gate, and, uh, we, we sit there and sit there, and finally I got to the point. I mean, we sat there long enough. I just shut the motor off. No use to wasting gas and all. And uh, we, I look up and stand right there off of turn three, and Ronnie Sims, the race director, is in the, in the tower talking on his cell phone. And I, I figured at that point it had to be something common between me and Jason because we were the only two stopped. I wasn't exactly sure what was going on. but And, and then I see Ronnie... Probably six or eight minutes passed, if I had to guess. I know time flies. I might be wrong. It might have been three or four. But we we sat there quite quite a time. And we, uh, as we were sitting there, I was wondering what was going on. And the flagman eventually takes and points the flag to me and Jason both and tells us to go to the pit area. So, I mean, I, I tried to get his attention and ask him why. I, I didn't understand why we were being told we couldn't race. And he wouldn't acknowledge me or nothing like that, so... I got out of the car, right on the back straightaway, me and Jason both. Approached him. I tried to ask him in a nice manner what was the deal. He told me, I'm not, I don't know. Rex made the call. He has to take it over Rex. Okay. So we tried, eventually, they sat there for a while. They tried to get the wrecker out on the racetrack, take us up. The wrecker wouldn't come, didn't come, whatever. So we uh, got back in the cars. I basically had enough of it. I knew at that point we weren't going to be able to race. So I pulled around, pulled to the X, back up on the on the pit gate there, and tried to get somebody's attention. Nobody wanted to talk to me, nothing like that. So I pulled on down to my pit area, come walking back, contacted the guy in the uh, in the tech shed there, the uh, the pit guy. I guess he's calling the pit officer or whatever. He pretty well controls what goes on, whatever. He told me he didn't know what was going on. I have to contact Rex. So at that point, Rex was walking down the back hill, and I cornered him, and finally got an answer out of him. He told me the reason I was not allowed to race because I raced the Charlotte County Speedway there earlier that night. Okay, this is ridiculous. They took your money. They checked you in. They basically said, go get ready to race. You get out there, and then they kick you two off. Yes, ma'am. And I mean, it was a... At, it's ridiculous. Uh, right. It's at, absurd. At the end of the night, they did refund my money. They told me I had to leave the pit area, and I, I would get my money refunded, but that was all the restitution I got. Uh-huh. I mean, there was no apology. Sorry, you couldn't race tonight. I'm curious. Like I'm curious. Aaron, what was their car count in the sportsman class that night? With- I'm not positive. I want to want to say it was seven or eight cars. I'm not positive. I, I can't be held to it. But Aaron, you started racing at uh, Auburndale back uh, as a youngster in the kids' club 
at what, about 10 years of age or 11 years of age? Yes, sir. I started back in 96. I was 10 years old and raced my way through the Racing for Kids Club. And uh, I didn't race very long in the junior division, which is what the you have the co-rider as. And uh, my, my father rode with me, I believe it was two or three races at the most. And we, uh, I was uh, very advanced compared to the other other kids and stuff so i got moved up to the senior division which is where you race by yourself mm-hmm. and uh at the age of 15 i was dominating that class pretty well week in and week out so we got special permission from uh jt the previous track owner and got some paper signed and stuff where at 15 years of age i could race in a force on the bomber division and then from there the very first year in force on the bomber division i won 17 features 13 in a row, and I went on to win the championship without racing the last six races. I actually raced my dad's spare sportsman, or back then it was super stock, I believe, for the last uh, four or six races. So, need- so needless to say, you've been a fixture at Auburndale Speedway for uh, a long, long time, and uh, and your whole, and actually in, your entire family has, and uh, uh, then you went on to sportsman. As a matter of fact, you won uh, a, a, a southern sportsman race at uh, Lakeland, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, I actually, uh, I, I, I was at Auburndale pretty well up until, I believe it was 2002, and uh, we got wind of the Southern Sportsman Series developing and stuff through uh, Todd, and, Todd and Debbie Hutto. We've known them for quite a while through the kids' club mainly, because Sean was in that, their son. And uh, we we did, started going to the racetracks in 2003 that were going to be on the 2004 circuit for the Southern Sportsman Series, just to get it get a feel for them and know what we were doing when we showed up to them. Well, what do you as a driver make of this? I, if I were a promoter at a racetrack, I would welcome any car that came, whenever they came, because that's not doing anything but bettering me in the end, I believe. Well, exactly, Aaron. That's why I asked you what the car count was for the sportsmen up there that night, because if it was, if you and Jason made 10, that is a much better show for the fans that are in the grandstands than eight cars. And since you're like a fixture at that track, it's amazing they did this because I don't think they realize what a bad light that Rex put himself in by doing this to you and Jason. You know, right. and I think well, this is something we have talked about here, Jack and Rob. We have talked about, you know, encouraging the drivers to excel and work hard and, and race at multiple tracks over the weekend. And we've talked about how track owners and promoters work together to make it possible for the drivers to do this. So everyone has good car counts, fans are happy, drivers are happy, and everybody, um, you know, succeeds and does well. And then something like this happens, and it's very frustrating, but I'm going to tell you I'm not too surprised because Saturday night people told me, and I mentioned, you know, I've never been up to Auburndale yet. I've had invitations, couldn't make it yet. Gee, um, you know, what do you think of that track? And I heard unfavorable things. And then I found out this happened, and it, it makes me very sad and very disappointed. Well, I don't know about unfavorable things myself, you know, with Auburndale Speedway. I hear, you know, good and bad, but I'm going to say one thing. that Whoever made the call, the idiotic call is what I'm going to say. Um, and if it was Rex, you know, Rex, it's an idiotic call. You, you, can't, you, you can't take guys, okay, I think somebody's forgotten the fact that these cars are is a business. It's a business racing is, okay, and the race cars are the ones that bring the fans in the stands. 
And I think Rex forgot about the fans and the mm-hmm. fans and what kind of race they want to see. It sounds like something is, is too personal or something with, and as he says, if he said, if he said, are you telling me, you're telling me, okay, that Rex told you that because you raced at Charlotte County Motorsports Park, you were not going to race in his show. That's what he told me. He's standing on the, uh, I, I tell you, down the ramp right there. I'll tell you, Rex, if yeah. Rex is listening out there, I wish that he'd call. What's the phone number? What's the phone number here? 941-228-8359. And we do have, we do have Rob uh, from... Uh, well, Rob didn't. Did Rob make the call? Well, I don't know, but he's going to represent... Who made uh, the he's call? He's going to be on here in a little bit. Who made the call, Aaron? You, you, you know. He don't know. Right. You Who do, made the you call? You just know what was said to you. You only but know I, what Rex said one, to you. One thing for sure. I mean, Rex has, I mean, been there and supported everything we, we could do do for his racetrack in the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, and this is really the first real run-in we've had with him. I mean, I, I'm, I don't want to hold hard feelings or nothing like that. I still like to be able to go race at his facility. <laughs> you should be able to. Things like that. And he and shouldn't I, be mad at us. Any reason I shouldn't be able to, but I'm just saying I, I would like to. I don't want any any hard feelings held against what went on past Saturday night. Man, I don't know. He needs to get the rule book out and look at his rule book. I, I guarantee you there's not a, a page in his rule but, book, but, but a, that's, a paragraph in his rule book. But, but that's your story. I mean, as far as you know, you did what anybody could do. I mean, you didn't, as far as you know, you didn't break any rules. Or, no, he, he did what... Uh, the only rule I know of is the, uh, the rule that if you're not checked in by, I believe it's 6 o'clock. I'm not positive. I'm normally there very early. Right. But if you're not there by 6 o'clock, you have to start in the rear. That's fair. Only rule I know of. What, hasn't this happened before that cars have showed up and got to start in the rear of the race? The, the only instance I know of is a good friend of mine, Wayne Morris, did it in a late model race a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Well, is he running for points at that racetrack? I I got the word that it wasn't a points race, and that would be the last time it was ever done. Now, now, well, what do you think? As a, I, I speak as a driver. I I speak as a driver when I'm speaking, and I I think that it is. Um, if you're going to take that tack, the bottom line is, if you're going to take that tack, then all the owners are basically putting. They, they would all if all the owners took that attitude, they would all put the stamp of ownership on the drivers. And if you race at my track, you don't race anywhere else. And that's absolutely absurd and insane. It's nuts. I agree. And, I mean, I'm sure it shows in car count, too. You know, if they started out and they had more cars there than they have there now, I'll Hopefully that's you. not the issue. Hopefully there is an answer to this, hopefully. Right. And, and uh, I mean, I'm sure I will be back at Arbonne Speedway in the future. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. But, I mean, it has Not if you race at Charlotte County Motorsports Park the week before. I mean, the night the, before you get there that night. That just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm no, freaking out. You know, and as a fan, as a fan, if I would have been sitting there and watching this happen, and, and watching this happen to you and Jason and everything be stopped, I, as a fan, would be wondering what is going on with the ownership of the track, with the people running the track. What is the, you know, the race right. director doing? Because fans want to see the biggest car count they can get in each class. Well, they must have been passing our number around, I'll tell you, because there was we had six calls. We never get calls from just fans in the stands. We get calls from drivers and crew and mm-hmm. track from people like that, from people who work at tracks. We got six calls today from fans in the stands. It's ridiculous. Right. That's right. ridiculous. I had quite a few confront me after I went around to the other side to get my money refunded i had quite a few confront mm-hmm. me and want to know what was going on how many people did you bring with you 
I just brought me and my fiance with me, but uh, I believe Jason brought three people with him, I want to say. And they actually brought another car to race in the street stock division also. Did they refund all that money? I know for a fact me and uh, me and Brandy got refunded. I'm not sure about the others. Yeah. I would imagine so. Yeah, Jason, Jason, we're going to talk to him in a little bit, but he did say uh, that uh, he got money refunded as well. Well, hopefully we're going to get the other side of the story tonight. You know, from from the, the, what you're telling me, though, is, uh, man, that's uh, intense for me mm-hmm. to think that, that he would say that. Now, I know that um, Rex probably doesn't give a flip about our Driver of the Month uh, program that we do. Um, he probably doesn't. If you asked him, he probably wouldn't know anything about it. Right. Um, our Driver of the Month spotlights drivers just like yourself, you know, that would. Um, I, Make the effort to The effort, that's right. And, and, and spend the money. Mm-hmm. And, and, and for a, a, a track owner not to appreciate. That whole um, is missing the point. Drive. Yeah. yeah, he's missing yeah. the point that I know we're trying to drive home. And, you know, um, Rex, again, if you're listening out there, uh, you know that I tell people that, that are in your neighborhood to come to your racetrack and support your racetrack. Absolutely. I tell fans mm-hmm. out there to go to your racetrack, support the local racetracks. But, man, I'm telling you, sometimes you track owners, you guys do things that drive me crazy, okay? And it's it's not just you, Rex, making a decision like that. It's many other things out there with other racetracks. And I know that you guys aren't perfect. I don't have the perfect answer for you, but... Well, I remember for one thing in the past I do remember is drivers were rewarded for going to multiple racetracks on one single night. Absolutely. I mean, I, I do remember that as a kid, remembering the announcer in the stands announcing, we have so-and-so coming from another racetrack, we're going to hold this race back, one more race so he can make it, so we get a better car count. Still happens all the time, Aaron. Is Aaron, uh, what, uh, now, what, uh, we're going to have to run because we got to talk to Jason and we, uh, we're going to talk to some, some other people from Auburndale and so forth, but... Um, is there anything else that you really need to get out about this deal that we haven't touched on here that's, like, really important about it? I, I think I'm pretty good about the deal. But, I mean, one thing I do want to do, I want to do, uh, be for sure and uh, thank my mom and dad for everything they've done for me for uh, the last years of my racing, getting me started and stuff. Thank my uh, my fiancé for being there all the time and her family and stuff. Uh, thank all my sponsors, Cars Automotive, All About Signs, uh Paris paint body, action construction, everybody that helps me out on, on the, the race car week in and week out. Well, it's a hell of a way to make the news, but uh, I'm really glad that you uh, <laughs> took the time and, and had the courage to, to talk with us tonight. Thank you very, very much. Yeah, thanks so much, Aaron, and I uh, hope to see you back at Charlotte County Motorsports Park sometime. No problem. It's a pleasure being on. All right, take it easy. Uh, there you have it, um, Aaron Williamson. He was uh, one of the drivers who was um, – Told to load up when mm-hmm. he showed up, and as he said, um, because he raced at Charlotte County yeah. Motorsports Park. And he Park, ended up finishing fifth at Charlotte. He finished fifth at Charlotte. Yep. How many cars did they have at Charlotte? Um, they had 12. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Why they would run them guys off, it's just beyond me. I just can't. I can't. Well, hopefully it's a understand. momentary lapse in common sense, and it will be corrected. You know, but you can't have that, CC. You can't. 
Oh, I you agree. Can't, you can't have it. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't mistreat the guys that put the fans in the stands. And mm-hmm. I know that just as you know, just as the, the the track has a business to run, each one of these drivers has a business that they're running in that car. They're mm-hmm. out there t- bothering every little small business owner out there in this economy for 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 twenty dollars, you know, so they can put their name on their car. Um, it's it's a business for them to be able to go race that car and race for that winning money, whether it's starting money or whether it's finishing money. If a, if a, a track puts that and posts that race up, it's open to the public. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Jason, uh, Jason, on? Jason, is he on? Jason, yeah, stifle? On. Is it stifle or stifle? Stifle. Stifle. Stifle sounds better than Stifler unless you're Stifler's mother. No, I'm just hey, kidding. Hey, Jason, it's Cece. We met Saturday night. Yeah, I remember. Hi, how you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing really well. I, we really want to know your side of the story about what happened Saturday night um, and your experience when you went back to Auburndale. Well, like, pretty much like Aaron said, we, uh, we made the long trip back. We got there. Uh, I ran up, talked to the race promoter in the in the flag stand on the back stretch, uh, Ronnie Sims. I told him, I said, look, we just got from here from Punta Gorda. We're here to run the feature in the sports. And he said, okay, well, just go around to the other side, pay your entry fee, and uh, sign in, then go to line up, just start in the rear. Okay, no problem. So then uh, we get to go on the racetrack, make probably about eight laps around the racetrack, and then uh, which they were holding up for uh, – one of the modified drivers, because he runs a sportsman also, which me and Aaron parted. He went to the inside. I went outside, let him go. They go to one to go. Then the next thing I know, both of us are getting stopped on the backstretch. We sat there for pretty much like Aaron said. It seemed like eight minutes. It might have been four or five. Uh, then the back flagman pointed us to go in the pits. Well, I unstrapped, got out. I wanted an explanation why. I, I mean, I was sent over there, paid my entry fee and all. I felt like I, we should have been able to race. Well, then he looks at the tow truck driver and tells him to hook up to our cars and tow them off. Well, the tow truck driver says, I'm not towing them. What the fans say at this point? Were the fans doing anything? Oh, yeah, the fans were going nuts. There was a couple of people went up to Ronnie Sims and was telling him about what a joke it was. And then I got back in my car and went to the front stretch and sat there and asked for Rex. Rex is nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Nobody can tell me where Rex is. So then the flagman's sitting there telling me to go on. Well, there was a guy, I don't know who he is, a heavier set guy with a cane. He walked up there and was telling the flagman, look, they paid their money, let them race. And the fans were going nuts at that time. So then I went to, I went ahead and went to pits. I didn't do nothing stupid or nothing. I just went in, parked my car, and then that's when uh, Tim, the security guard, come down there. He told me, look, he said, I disagree with what's going on. Just load up, and you go get your money back. Well, then Rex come up. And I asked him, I said, Rex, why am I being thrown out? Well, because you ran CCMP tonight, and you decided not to come here and promote my racetrack. I was like, well, if I wasn't promoting your racetrack, then I wouldn't be here, you know? I mean, I drove an hour and a half as fast as I could to get there to make the race and give him an actual better car count than what he had. Two more cars, I mean, yes, yeah, two more cars, but it made for a more interesting race, which that's all we were doing. We had the wrong gear. It ain't like we were going to take their money. Let me ask you something about the gear. Um, the tracks are similar. Obviously, Charlotte County's a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you'd have gone out there and raced against the cars that were there, how do you think that you'd have done, for real? Uh, would you have done okay with the gear that was in it? I would have done all right. I, would have, I wouldn't have been in the top five. The top five cars with the right gear at Arundel are, are pretty fast. Let me ask you this. Do you think the fans in the stands who paid the money to come see you guys race gives a flip about what gear you have in your car? No, they don't care. They just want to see a show. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. And in the fans not knowing what gear you had in your car, there still would have been fans out there that would have picked your number to be the winner that night, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, everybody's got their fans. Aaron's got his fans. Not even fans. It's numbers. You ever been to a racetrack and not known the guys that were there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They picked their favorite number. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's how I started off when I was a favorite, Their favorite-looking car. Yep. I mean, how, however they do it, you know? That's right. And, and, and by the way, Jason, your number 38 really does stand out. Thank you. It's awesome looking. Yeah, we try to make it look decent. And, and you know, I even heard Aaron saying that when he got there, you know, he was he was worried about getting his car looking good, you know, and that's important for the promoters, you know, so you guys aren't bringing a crashed-up car. and Bringing a crashed-up car and right. making it look like garbage, you know. I mean, we, we take pride in what we do. I mean, both of us, we, we work on our cars every week, make sure they're up to par, and try and do as good as we can and put on a show for the fans. Now, yes. I'm curious, Jason, have you heard anything from anybody at Auburndale today? Has anybody gotten a hold of you to talk to you more yeah, about I've it? i a bunch of uh, fans, people that I, I know that are at Auburndale all the time, has called me during the day. Uh, the guy that, my partner that usually runs the sports with me, Sammy Cressman, he, uh, he called and talked to me today because he heard about it. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that have have heard about it in cold. But but Rex hasn't called you, and no real a track official has called you to, to explain in more detail. No, man. Like I said, uh, I know for a fact Rex is the one that made the call because he told me as soon as I got out of my car in the back the back pits, he said that he was not going to let me race because we had run CCMP tonight, that, that night and that he we were not coming out there taking his money and taking the money from the drivers that were there all night long. Well, I'll tell you, in a, in a few minutes, we're going to be talking with Rob Ar- Armstrong from uh, Auburndale Speedway. Uh, we tried to get Rex to uh, talk with us, but uh, he said he was out of town, and uh, and uh, and he would rather have us talk to uh, to Rob Armstrong. And we are going to talk to Rob. What questions would you ask, like to ask Rob or like us to ask Rob? Yeah, go ahead. I'll write them down for you. We weren't able to race. I mean, we come, we gave him our entry fee, like Aaron said. He had two people, I had two people, and then my buddy Brian went and got his street, our street stock to put on into another class that was to follow our race, and he wouldn't even let that car run that had nothing to do with Charlotte County. Uh, I just think that it was a, uh, CC hit the nail on the head. I think it was a momentary lapse of reason, and they made a bad decision of which... Mm-hmm. I'm sure that they'll probably regret. Officials there told both told both me and Aaron that they didn't understand why we weren't allowed to race. Let me ask you this: Has anybody told you during the week or on your way to the racetrack, even uh-huh. that don't even bother because you're not going to get to race if you don't qualify? No, no, we were never. I was never told nothing like that. Well. I'm sorry you guys traveled all that distance and uh, and uh, didn't get to race. You know, I can imagine it was a big letdown oh, yeah, it, for you. It's, 
Um, kind of sucks, but well, well, you know what you have in your you know you know what you have in your future, uh, Jason. Now that you've been on uh, Inside Florida Racing, there's there's a guaranteed win coming in your. Oh, uh, you'll be now. winning oh. soon. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. Well, you know, and Jason, I I sure hope I get to see you back at CCMP sometime. I'll I'll be there quite a bit the rest of the year, and uh, I will do my best to see if we can't get this rectified. Uh, it would be nice if they weren't running these sports and races on the same night. Yeah, that that would be nice. Which Rexes went back to every week, twenty five laps. Which I, <laughs> Saturday night was the first time I've been in Charlotte County, and like I told you today, I give the props to Charlotte County. Uh, it's a real nice facility down there. Uh, everybody down there agrees us. It was it was a real nice deal down there. So Rex is running. Four weeks every week. Yeah. See, it just it doesn't make this Jack again. I, Go figure. Things just don't no. make sense to me. It would seem like if Bobby's going to run every other week, he'd run every other week because every the other, other track. That's right. The other track. It would make sense. Doesn't every, have there them. would be good car counts, higher car counts at both tracks then, and the drivers yeah. and fans would be happier. Or. In, in, Which Bobby Dillon then worked real great with us. They got us in there. I mean, they paid us out way before we should have got paid, just so we could load up and head back to Punta Gorda. Yep. I mean, uh, Arvindale. Well, yeah, I'm going to tell you that guy wants to see uh, you drivers be able to make it to mm-hmm. another track and oh, get yeah. to race because it wasn't long ago he was racing. He knows there's nothing yep. like racing two two uh, yeah. race tracks in one night, dude. You're the yeah. oh, you're yeah. the king of the world. <laughs> it's it's just something we like to do. All right, Jason. All right. Thanks a lot, man. We'll uh, keep listening. We're going to get some answers to this. See if we can't get to the bottom of it for you. Exactly. All and right. it was a uh, great talking to you again, Jason. And I'll see you soon. I'll see you soon. Okay. Bye bye. Unbelievable. Well, maybe we can make some headway tonight uh-uh. when we uh, get well, Rob. I'll on. tell you what. We're going to take a break here, and we come back in a few minutes. We're going to be with um, uh, Rob Armstrong from Arbondale Speedway and okay. uh, see what answers uh, Rob and Cece can uh, come up with here. It's going to be Rob, Cece, and Rob. We're going to come up with the answers to this. On Inside Florida Racing. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, Look no further than Karnak.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Karnak gets it done. Bud Light presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. Professional Movie Extra Guy. Mr. Professional Movie Extra Guy. Never in the history of cinema. Have so many done so little for so many. Anybody can pay eight bucks to see a movie, but only a true artist can be paid eight bucks to be in a movie. Snotty lead actors need lines, direction, motivation, not you. You sit on your butt perfectly in scene after scene. A true pro, you're always focused, even if you're seldom in focus. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Nobody, because you're not just anybody, you're a paid anybody. I don't recognize Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. 
This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. Don't miss your chance to be a part of auto racing history. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series offers fast and exciting dirt late model racing throughout Florida, Georgia, and Alabama in 2008. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series is coming to a track near you soon. Check it out. UnitedDirtLateModels.com. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. Sponsored by Central Mobile Homes Incorporated at Central Sheds and Trailers. Homes America. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. For our racing to survive, what, what all, our, all of these racers don't understand is we all need to be part-time uh, promoters. Yeah. Uh, we all need to promote our sport and promote our racetrack. And, and every other racer I talk to is trying to run his racetrack into the ground and, and, uh, and bitching and complaining about everything and bitching and complaining about the, to everybody to listen to them. Well, you know, to me, this has got a negative effect. That's going to come back and hurt you when all at once you don't even have that racetrack there to race at. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, if all the racers, if all the racers, racers would go out and try to promote their racetrack and their sport a little bit more, I'm telling you what, we uh, you'd see a whole lot uh, more racetracks that are open and stand open. And uh, uh, it's like I say, maybe I'm getting old. I don't know. The following is a. All right, folks, you're back with Inside Florida Racing with uh, Rob Elting and. C.C. Brooks, welcome back, everyone. An interesting conversation, interesting uh, topic of this evening, what happened at Auburndale and drivers being turned away from racing at Auburndale because they raced previously that evening at Charlotte County Motorsports Park. I um, wonder what Dick Anderson would say about that. We just heard his little uh, mm-hmm. promotion about uh, promoting the racetracks, which is what definitely we preach constantly. And uh, I just wonder what old Dick would have had to say if he'd have pulled up there and old Rex told him he had to leave. I wonder how that would have worked out. Rob, I think we have Rob. We, we have Rob Armstrong from Auburndale Speedway. Rob Armstrong, man of the hour. Rob, welcome to Inside Florida Racing. I'm CeCe Brooks. Hello, CeCe. Hi, Rob. And I'm Rob Elting. How you doing? Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks, uh, Rob, is that Rob there? Yeah. How you doing? Thanks for having me on the show. It's our pleasure. Thank you for uh, being here to... Uh, Talk about what, you know, and discuss in detail what happened Saturday night. Uh, We've had both of the drivers on basically uh, telling us their side, you know, of basically how they traveled there after racing there at Charlotte on Saturday night. And uh, both of them expressed that Rex himself said that um, that this happened because they raced at Charlotte County and um, didn't want to, you know, give them any of his money. So it wasn't fair to the other points drivers that were there um, for their race. Is, is that basically the gist of it? No, I don't think that's it. Um, I'll explain to you exactly how it how it unfolded. Rex got a call from one of the individuals in the group uh, that was coming back from Charlotte asking about uh, getting there for the feature race. Rex said that they were not going to be allowed to race. The reason being that it wouldn't be fair to the other drivers that were there to run for points to let these guys come in. Apparently, they've got the wrong gear in their car, probably, to start with, and come in there, run at the back, get their points for the night. And the fact that it's just not fair to the other drivers that were at the track to run that same race. Can I... 
Go ahead, Cece. Okay, no, then, then I want to ask you a question then. How come when they arrived at the track, they were told to go ahead, sign in, pay their fee, go get their armbands, get their cars, and go get ready to hit the track? Okay, here's what happened. Rex got the phone call, and was they, they were told they were not going to be allowed to race. Rex called the head tech man and informed him what had taken place. Apparently, we were not able to get through to Ronnie Sims, the race director, of the same situation. Why not? Why wouldn't you be able to tell him? Oh, Ronnie was up in the tower, and apparently they couldn't get through to him. Mm-hmm. And, and exactly, can you can you tell us which driver called en route to Auburndale? I, I don't know. I didn't take the call, and I it, it was uh, it was somebody in the group with uh, with the drivers that were coming up to race. Well, they both said both of those drivers, and they said that that didn't happen, and that yeah. they didn't talk to anybody other than uh, Aaron's mom. Uh, it, regardless, okay. Uh, th- these guys, there's nothing in your rule book, okay, that states any of the stuff that you've said, okay. If if I'm a race car driver, which I am a race car driver, okay, I race late models, okay. If I if if I choose, okay, with my business, my racing business, if I choose to run at two racetracks in one night, and your track happens to be one of them that I'm going to grace with my presence and my money, why would you not accept it? It doesn't make sense to somebody that's supposed to be promoting racing. Especially in a day and age when car counts are low. Well, I hear where you're coming from, and the first part of your question, no, we don't have, we did not have a policy in place, and we take full responsibility for that. That's, that's so you my, guys owe them money. We have, a, we have a, addressed that okay and again the decision was made as to what we thought was best for armandale speedway and the racers that were here to run there that to run that class that night who complained did drivers actually complain from that class there i heard there was feedback after the fact uh, nobody that i talked to specifically but somebody told me of two guys that that didn't necessarily agree until they heard both sides of the story. Then they said, okay, well, that's a different story once you hear the other side. Although they may still have disagreed. And then another guy that said, well, I appreciate that. Wait a minute. Now, you, you got a little vague there. So are you saying that the other drivers in the sportsman class agreed with them being banned from racing because they were raced at Charlotte? Or are you? I said that I heard secondhand. I did not speak to either one of, either one of these people. Okay, I don't know that I don't even know the names, and I don't even know if they're sportsman drivers or not. Okay. There you go. Oh, but, come on. Well, now, now, is it is it different? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. If, if, it, if you're running in another class and the same situation happens, it shouldn't you're matter. Have an opinion, you're going to have an opinion. About no, it it shouldn't, it shouldn't matter. matter. Listen, well, um, we opinion. give no, no. Listen, listen, listen. I, I want to tell you, it, it is our opinion, but I want to explain something. Is that we give. We give on our show, you may not know, okay, we do this show every every Monday night, okay, and Pandora Jewelers has this thing that we do with them. We're giving a ring at the end of the year to the driver of the year, okay, and every month we do a driver of the month program, and our driver of the month that we pick, one of the things that we push is to be one of those guys that goes out there and races Sup- at multiple racetracks. Supports as many tracks in, as he in can. In one night, and, and whether you do good or not, it kind of bodes well 
when it comes to the voting, how you guys, okay, can think for your fans, okay, who are paying to come watch a show, if, if you guys think that that's the right decision to take cars off the racetrack, listen, let them race and don't give them any points, but give the fans who are supporting your racetrack the show that they're promised. They're not promised a seven or eight car show. If there's two more cars there and you pull them off of the racetrack, Rob, would you guys make the same decision again? Well, we, we realize that we need to have a policy in place. Okay? Like I said before, we made what we thought was the best decision at that point in time and realized that we need to have something in place so everybody knows what to expect. Well, as a fa- as a fan, Rob Rob speaks from a driver's point of view, and I speak from a fan's point of view, and and from a fan's point of view, um, I'm guessing there were a lot of fans in that stands that were very upset that you shrunk the car count and made those drivers get off the track because us fans want to see the largest car count we can get for each race because the more cars, the better the show. And it's my understanding that fans were very upset. There was there was a uh, one fan specifically that that came to me, and this was uh, right as right as this was all happening, and I went and found out exactly everything that had transpired, and I went back and talked to this fan, and they understood that that decision was made, and while they may or may not have agreed with it, they they didn't say I don't like that. They, they understood that we made the best decision we could at the time. The fans are never going to agree with that because they're not going to understand right. that, and nor should they have to be subjected to such BS politics that go on between racers and, and track owners. Exactly. Okay, You should not even explain that kind of crap to a fan because it's not fair that they have to hear it. And right now you have two drivers. I'll tell you that every fan at our racetrack gets the respect to be, be told why why things are going on whether they have a complaint about it or not if well, they want to know i will let them know well you know that the, 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 listen to the fans and we try to listen to the racers but but the biggest way to respect your fans is put on a great show the, in, in 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 10 or 12 cars is better than six or eight i mean i know you can't answer to it rob but the two drivers and we have to take them at their word i, I can't imagine why they would just make it up both of them were told on two separate incidents by Rex Guy, that the reason that they weren't allowed to run is because they went down to Charlotte County. You're right. I can't comment on that because that Rex and I didn't have that discussion. He never said that to you at all? No. So it would have been, is it not necessarily Charlotte County? It would be any racetrack? It was, right. It was based on exactly. what was felt was best for the racers that were there in the points race. So are you guys going to so come up? There's a, there's a policy in place. An amendment to the late race entry rules at Armandale Speedway. All late race entries for points race must be submitted by the driver no later than the end of the heat races. So the you chance to draw a pill remains six o'clock. Late registration is there from six o'clock until the checkered flag waves in the final heat race. So, so basically, everybody, that enables everybody to get. To everybody that's there for the for the heat to race, if you show up for late registration, you're going to start in the back. Yeah. And it also allows for the scores to get their sheets ready so that everybody can go forward and we can keep a nice show.
show moving along for the night. Okay, so these guys were there like two two races before, um, uh, before their heat. Before, before their, their before their race was yeah. scheduled. So let me ask you now: if next week you have sportsmen scheduled, and a couple of guys from your track go to Citrus or go to Charlotte or go to DeSoto or wherever and race in the sportsman class or the many stocks or whatever, and they come back to Auburndale, they're not going to be allowed to race? Uh, if they don't register before the uh, end of the heat races. Okay, so what you're basically That's saying at Auburndale Speedway is that you no longer support the idea of a race car driver being able to race at more than one track in one day. I mean, it, let's get clear on that. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm telling you that the late registration is from 6 o'clock until the checkered flag waves at the end of the heat races. Do they have to register in person? To all the driver feedback. Right. The driver feedback on this issue, and, they, and they're not happy with this, we will listen to it and make it a policy that everybody can live with. However, if you start telling people that you can show up at the end of the night and run another race, then you can start getting some people suggesting that you're holding up a race for somebody to get there and unload or that, that you change the lineup because the sportsmen always run early. They let them run late this night. You know, you guys are wondering why asphalt racetracks, why, why, we're, so, why we're so messed up, you know? It, 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 you guys aren't supporting racers. You just said you're worried about the racers. You're not supporting racers. These guys even race for points in your program over there. So, it, well, I, I, I do hope that they, that they will come in as well as all the other drivers and, and discuss this with us. Because if we can get that feedback, then hopefully we can make as many or all of them happy. But you know what? In all, in, all the racers happy? In, in, in all honesty... It sounds like they could come and, and, and explain to you how they want to be able to race at multiple tracks for their business, for their racing business that these guys have. But it doesn't really sound like that, that it's really open to making that accommodation. And if they're willing to start in the back because, you know, the time that they get there, I mean... It, we put this policy in place. Now, if we feel through experience, and feedback that it needs to be adjusted. What, we'll do that. Well, have you been around? I mean, have do you understand that for as far back? I mean, as long as there has been stock car racing in Florida, drivers have left one track and gone to another. It is common. It's not as common, say today, as it was twenty five years ago. It should be with the is, low car but count. But is yeah. extremely common. It's common. It happens almost every weekend at tracks in Florida. Do you guys understand that? Sure. So you're saying that's not a good thing. There's, like you said, it was prevalent twenty five years ago. Oh, so now it's so not. Today. So we don't want that now. Again, so are you saying that you own these guys? We no, absolutely not. The way you're treating them, you're not them. letting them. How can you? T- did you hear? Did you hear that I suggested we would be happy to listen to any and all feedback? However, you, you should never even make a rule like that to begin with. That, that's the, that's the problem. I agree with you, Rod. That's the problem. The rule. I got a question. Do they have to be physically there to register, or can they send a representative there by your deadline to register them and pay the entry fee? So these guys can go race at another track and then get there when they get there in time to race. Uh, entry submitted by driver. 
on the telephone or in person? In person. See, See it's which, just road law. Okay, it's just road that's law, it. Rob. That's the policy. The basically the policy at Auburndale Speedway is you're owned. You you don't race anywhere else and then come here no. and race later in the night. If if if, all, if the drivers get together and, and will come to us and let us know that they'd like a different what they feel is equitable for everybody, we're not opposed at all to making adjustments. Well, when are you going to make it? What if it rains Saturday night and I, I one of the? I, 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 are you guys racing at the track? I'm 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 only getting feedback from a few people here. Like I said, I'd, I'd be happy to talk to the gentleman involved last weekend. Personally, Have, wait a minute. Hold on. Have you guys called them? Nobody's even called them. I've asked them. Nobody's called them from the racetrack exactly. to even talk to them. These are guys that that that. I mean, these are part of your backbone of your racetrack. This is a kid. This Aaron. Aaron you don't know who Aaron Williamson is. Aaron Williamson's been racing there for a long time since he was a kid. So, how you going to treat? How you going to treat them that way? I don't understand it, dude. We've, we've put a policy in place, and we're trying to move forward. But you just said there was nothing in the rule book, though, about it. See, this, this is the thing. This is, this, I think this is the, 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 the root of the problem. You, you, you should have let them race and then afterwards said, okay, yes. now we have to put a now. policy in place. And you even said they didn't have the right gear in the car. I talked to him about the gear. I know the gear difference between the two racetracks. It's not incredibly that much. Um, it wouldn't have made that much of a difference. But the biggest deal is that you guys have to continually remember. Even me as a race car driver, I have to remember. It's all about the show. It's for the fans, okay? That's why we're there. If we put on a good show, the fans will come back next week and they'll bring friends that buy beer and buy food, okay? Well, the fans will not come back, okay, when they see stuff go on like what you did the other day. Because to them, all they see is two race cars that look just like the other ones getting pulled off the racetrack to make an already small field small. What what is the point? But I do appreciate you guys' time tonight and listening to our side of, of what happened and... Like I said, we've tried to address it with a policy, and we'll continue to try to make improvements as we get feedback from drivers and the fans. What is the benefit, though? Just leave us with one thing here. What is the benefit to making it so that if you're not there to register by the end of the heat races, you can't race? What is the benefit? What benefit is that? What what it is the? It removes all the gray area that could be suggested that there's favoritism towards drivers or classes. Okay racetrack if somebody breaks down and we they want they want to call and have us hold up a heat race or i mean a feature race that's favoritism right okay you call it that you know i'm I'm, thanks a lot that i appreciate it i appreciate you taking everybody know that we're going to play by the same rules for each driver all right thanks a lot rob uh there you have it folks um okay i i I'm just, I'm dumbfounded. No, I, I really am. And I wish that, that Rex would come on. But I guess Rex would say the same thing. So it's not going to matter. I picked, a, I, picked a, I picked a bad week to quit drinking. Yeah. I'm sorry, but they should have let Aaron and Jason race, do the race, and then have a meeting afterwards and say, okay, look, we don't want this situation to happen again if that's how they feel, and then mm. put the new their new rule in place. That's what would have been 
fair. Hey, guys. And they didn't think that this was going to be big news with me and you and Jack. It's I, unbelievable. I, and the fact that of, no one called Aaron and Jason. I mean, <laughs> he can sit there and talk to his blue to his blue in the face about wanting to hear their feedback. But if they don't make the phone calls like they should. Aaron and I Jason, pick up the phone. phone make the appointment them. with Rex. Tell him you want to come in and put in your vote to change such a stupid rule. That you can't race in two tracks in one night, and, and I'm still going to And you know what, Aaron and Jason, I think politics. you need to talk we, to your fellow sportsman drivers. Politics. About we got to take a break. We, we, I, I'm going to freak. We're going to take a break here. We got to choke this water bottle. I guess got to say, we we uh, we uh, we got a couple of calls from uh, people. Several calls a while uh, in the last 15 minutes. Brian, um, I'll tell you what, guy. We have so much. Uh, other stuff that we have to cover on this show. I'm not going to be able to call you back right now, but I will call you back later personally and talk with you. And uh, other than that, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to go dirt racing. My God. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. Bud Light presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. Professional Movie Extra Guy. Mr. Professional Movie Extra Guy. Never in the history of cinema have so many done so little for so many. Anybody can pay eight bucks to see a movie, but only a true artist can be paid eight bucks to be in a movie. Snotty lead actors need lines, direction, motivation, not you. You sit on your butt perfectly in scene after scene. A true pro, you're always focused, even if you're seldom in focus. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Nobody, because you're not just anybody, you're a paid anybody. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. Don't miss your chance to be a part of auto racing history. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series 
offers fast and exciting dirt late model racing throughout Florida, Georgia, and Alabama in 2008. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series is coming to a track near you soon. Check it out. UnitedDirtLateModels.com. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. Sponsored by Central Mobile Homes Incorporated at Central Sheds and Trailers. Homes America. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. For our racing to survive, what, what all, our, all of these racers don't understand is we all need to be part-time uh, promoters. Yeah. Uh, we all need to promote our sport and promote our racetrack. And, and every other racer I talk to is trying to run his racetrack into the ground and, and, uh, and bitching and complaining about everything and bitching and complaining about the, to everybody that will listen to them. Well, you know, to me, this has got a negative effect that's going to come back and hurt you when all at once you don't even have that racetrack there to race at. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, if all the racers, if all the racers, racers would go out and try to promote their racetrack and their sport a little bit more, I'm telling you what, we uh, you'd see a whole lot uh, more racetracks that are open and stand open. And uh, uh, it's like I say, maybe I'm getting old. I don't know. The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. Inside Florida Racing, and um, and, and, with us, and with us on the line right now from uh, Volusia Speedway Park, uh, Tanya Moselle. Tanya, save us! Welcome to Inside Florida Racing. Thank you. <laughs> we've had a rough hour. We're oh, not... we've been having fun, Tanya. Don't let him lie to you. <laughs> it's just night. been. What a night. We had the asphalt hour where we're arguing about seven or eight cars that are in a, uh, uh, a feature race, and they're not letting guys race that show up. Now we're, go- now we're now going to gonna... yeah, yeah. go ahead. Now uh, we're going to go dirt race. Now we're going to talk about the best race that's going to happen, in the, the biggest race in the state of Florida, at least in the state of Florida, maybe in the south, in the dirt, is fixing to happen at your racetrack. Yes, it is. We're really excited about it. We have our Scott Thompson Memorial event coming up this Saturday, and it's... Uh, uh, kind of sidelined as the star-studded all-star all, um, shootout with uh, late models from both of the area's top traveling dirt late model series and joining us, and the series working, both series working together to help us put that, this event on. Now, this should really turn out to be fantastic as far as the car count goes. Uh, do you have any idea right now uh, what that car count's looking like? Um, no, we don't. I mean, we have some confirmations, but no, I'm, I don't even want to venture to guess at this point. So we are expecting a lot of late models. I will say that much. Yeah, we're supposed to have uh, Ken Kenny on with the uh, United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series on in a little while, and uh, I'm sure he could probably uh, express to us uh, on his side at least how many he's got coming. And uh, Well, the good news is his series averages... 40-plus cars per yeah. cent. So we know we're a safe safe bet to say that we'll probably have, you know, no less than 40, 50 cars. Oh, yeah. And uh, upwards of that, you tack on the, the regulars from Ray Miller's group, the National Late Model Series, and our, our weekly regulars as well. It's a points race for all three, for the track and for both series. So um, that will play into it as well. Now, you guys got a big racetrack there. Talk to us a little bit about the difference between uh, – uh, a quarter mile track and a half mile dirt track. <laughs> we have a big track. We have a big half mile dirt track, and uh, just a lot more room to play. I would have to say more so than anything else. So um, it's big. It's wide. It's it's you know well banked, and um, 
of course, the racers, lots of room to work with, um, top to bottom, and uh, we have, I mean, on a regular basis, you will see three, four wide racing out here, and um, uh, just lots of action, and um, I don't know what else to say about it except that it's really fun. Oh, it sounds like your track is very um, fan-friendly, because us fans like to see those three, four wide Oh, you know, I've seen through. some of the best racing I've seen anywhere this summer on this track. So, and and week in, week out, and it doesn't matter which division. It you know, and obviously the late models are going to put on probably some of the best show we've seen anywhere all year. Now, what other cars are you going to be racing that night? We're going to on the nineteenth street stocks, four cylinders, and mini stocks racing on Saturday night to just kind of help fill out the fill out the program for us. What other classes do you normally run? We have uh, open wheel modifieds and our sportsman division. You got anything for kids? Do we have anything for kids? Coming up this week, we don't have a lot in the works, but I'm still working through my details with our sponsor, Daytona Dodge Chrysler. So I fully anticipate there will be some fun for the kids as well. We've, uh, we've had a lot of fun the last couple of weeks with them. We had a dunk tank last weekend. Boy, was that a blast. Now, do, you- and, uh, do you have on-site gambling? No, that's not. Can we, can we can we bet on the race? I wasn't talking about no, no, no. any do of that. You, do you do you? We have really thrown around the idea of putting up a bingo tent just in case it rains. Hey, hey, Tanya, but do you have like a, a class for kids to learn about racing? Bingo there? Yahtzee. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, you got it. That's what I was. I was talking you know, about like what CC like saying four about four cylinder class or, or go karts yeah. that run on the dirt. Something a four cylinder class is, is an entry level division uh, for inexperienced amateur racers. There's a little controversy that goes on with that. Obviously, it's a it's a very low budget class. It's a good place to start. We're seeing a lot of the kids coming up from carts and quarter midgets coming up and getting their starts in the four-cylinder class. So it's, it's going to be interesting to watch that. We'll be doing some things for 2009 that will definitely ensure that that remains an amateur class and a, and a good place for uh, the racers to learn. Well, that's good. I mean, do you have in place right now, do you have the rule where if you win three times, come in the first three times in a row, then you have to move up? No. But okay. we will, like I said, our 2009 rules will clarify a lot of things. That's so. probably what some of that controversy is that she was speaking <laughs> of. People like to hang out. Um, and, and those will be coming out very shortly. We've been working very hard with the team here. We're going to uh, be looking at our rules with some other key individuals, and, and we hope to be making announcements about any of the major dramatic changes for 2009 by mid-August at the latest. Now, let me ask you something, Tanya. Explain to us from your point of view and the way that you've seen it over the last few years. Has dirt dirt racing grown? Do you think in the last few years? I certainly believe that, um, especially the advent of the the late model division nationwide. The late models, super late models, and late models similar to what we race here, which are um, in some respects more of a limited late model, but uh, late model racing, dirt late model racing, has taken off. It's just been a barnstorm. Um, I've watched, you know, all of the different series that have crept up throughout the United States and and watched the fans come behind those races. I was up in the New York area for a while where they hadn't really dealt much with the late models up there at all. Everything was the big block modifies, and that was their world. And now they are they are loving the dirt late models up there. They're really taking hold and. And so you're seeing more of that. I think dirt racing in general, it's, um, 
it's affordable, it's very action-packed. The racing week in and week out at, at any of your local dirt tracks is second to none. You've got side-by-side racing, you've got a little rubbing going on, you've got a little bumping going on, and, and you've got an occasional mishap. So, um, What y'all do with that asphalt track you used to have? Park cars on it now? <laughs> well, they, they say asphalt is for getting to the dirt tracks. <laughs> Tanya, let me ask you now. What is your definition of a mishap? <laughs> a mishap? Well, they, they come in various forms. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been working at the racetrack there? I've been at Volusia Speedway since December. And prior to that, I was involved with a little track in Macon, Illinois. Macon, Illinois. Is that anywhere near Macon, Georgia? No. <laughs> no just kidding. But it's a, it's a fun little track. Um, believe it or not, it's a little fifth mile boring that they run super late models on if you can imagine that so just, fifth mile well it's yeah, it, just picture f-16s in a bowl and <laughs> wow uh, you've got super late models on macon speedway which is a great little facility uh co-owned by ken trader kenny wallace tony stewart and uh one of the top promoters in the country bob Sargent. and it was a wonderful opportunity to work with those folks this is going to be an awesome weekend this weekend over there, though, no no doubt. I mean, yeah. uh, Oh, we can't be more thrilled. And the way it's all coming together, working with the two series, it's just it's going to be clockwork, and it's going to be great, and it's, it's going to be historical because it's not often that you can pull two competing series together and put them together in one spot and have everything just click. And so far, both of them are working very well. The communication is great with both series, and... We couldn't be more excited. Uh, it's just we just can't wait for Saturday to get here. Yeah, it's going to be cool. And I'll tell you, you're going to have to expand the uh, the tower because uh, I'm not sure if that tower is big enough for Rick Angie's and Joe Linebarrier at the same time. But uh, it should be fun, no doubt about it. It's going to be great. And, and Joe and, and everyone that we'll be working with uh, between the two series and our staff, I, I'm just looking forward to the ones I haven't met yet, the ones I've met already, and... And putting it all together in one big cohesive unit. So, well, just remember one name: Showtime, Sean Smith. That's right. <laughs> Hopefully, he comes out the winner of the race on Saturday night. So Rob's got <laughs> Rob's got money on him. No, I don't. I just I'm I'm hoping for Patrick Williams. You know, it'd be real fun to see if Patrick wins. That'd be fine with me too. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Tanya, thanks a lot for spending a few minutes with us here tonight on Inside Florida Racing. We're going to talk to Ken Kenny here later on in the show. And uh, and we also have uh, have a, a, another driver that we really can't even say his name because he's uh, going to get our uh, Inside Florida Racing uh, Driver of the Month Award, who, who will be at your track this weekend. That's Very right. Good. Very good. It's a dirt racer we're giving it to. That's exciting. That's the There's best. a clue. That's right. All right. Thanks. I have an idea who it might be. <laughs> Don't say Don't it. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> Talk to you Saturday. All right. Good. Thank Bye-bye. You very much. All right. Take it easy. Uh, there you have it, uh, Tanya Moschel from uh, Volusia County Speedway. We still, guys, we still got, uh, we, we're going to talk to Travis Wilson, and uh, we're going to talk to Ken Kenny from the United Dirt Lake Mile Challenge. Don't say number eight. We're going to talk to no. We're not talking to Sam. We're going to talk to him. We're going to talk to Greg Roberts, um, and uh, who was the guy who got injured? I want to talk to him. I got to. I got to know how it all happened. Uh, 
Um, yeah, that was the accident that happened up at DeSoto Super Speedway. Why don't you uh, talk about uh, Fancy Work Embroidery and all the good work they do for oh, us? Okay. Uh, Casey Mays at Fancy Work Embroidery. We, um, if you'd like to go and check out their webpage, we do have a link posted on the Inside Florida Racing um, dot com site that you can just go and click and take you directly to their website. They do excellent work. You go and get yourself a new fire suit. They're gonna do all the embroidery work, get it all look, get it looking really nice for you. They can make up your uh, crew shirts for you, t-shirts, uh, any kind of promotional items you might need. You want hats. You want things to pass out to your fans. You ha- want all your friends and family that travel to the races with you. You want them all dressed in identical shirts and uh, and showing their support for you. These are the folks you want to talk to. And Whoa. when you go to, <laughs> I know, it's, it's, it's getting loud. Cece, you don't have to get loud with us. Yeah, I know. Um, she really wants I'm, to push I'm, these I'm folks. I'm out of control tonight. Um, but if you, if you want to have a nice presence out there at the racetrack, FancyWorkEmbroidery.com, and that's Fancy with an I, F-A-N-C-I, WorkEmbroidery.com. Speak to Casey Mays. She is the wife of a Thunder truck driver, uh, Robert Mays, and so you're, you know, you're be one racing family supporting another one. And we're really pleased with them. They've made uh, my Inside Florida Racing jacket. They've made our our staff shirts here and uh, looking forward to probably doing some more work with them i'm thinking about maybe we need to get some hats going and some t-shirts and uh yeah we'll i need a hat else. on my head we'll see what else we can do but that's fancyworkembroidery.com please uh speak with them today and let them know that you heard about them on inside florida racing well there you have it do we have somebody on the line jack yeah we, we might as well hey uh travis wilson welcome to inside florida racing man how's it going guys Good, Hello. man. How Welcome you doing, Travis? Doing pretty good. I've been listening to your show a little bit. Oh, no. Sounds like I've had some interesting topics. <laughs> <laughs> well, some are more controversial than others. I and, just want to uh, say right off the bat, no matter where you race, um, the newly formed AMF chassis and parts got the parts for you. <laughs> All right. So tell us about that. What's, well, what's What are you up to these days? Uh, not a whole lot. These days we're trying to sell some parts. Um, myself and Bob Schick is hooked up. Um, you know, Bob there at AMF chassis. Um, we've hooked up and um, got us, got ourselves a parts division. We're going to be selling new parts, um, all kinds, types, you name it, and um, just kind of giving the racer a different option on their parts. So you selling uh, asphalt and dirt parts as well? You name it. Asphalt, dirt, drag racing, road racing, any type of part you get, anybody needs, uh, we got it. So what's the AMF chassis? Was that for dirt racing? Um, the AMF chassis, um, well, Bob has always had a chassis shop. He's had a chassis shop for years, and he's... Um, it's it's asphalt race. He's mainly the asphalt racer um, um, chassis man. Okay. He does, yeah. uh, he does trucks, uh, late models, you name it. He pretty much does it. Um, so I'm, I believe Jack's heard of heard of Bob Schick there, AMF. Um, you know he, he's pretty he's pretty um, knowledgeable when it comes to chassis, and um, I got hooked up with him, and we're going to sell some parts. Well, all right. Um, and like I say, I'm brand new at this parts deal, so. Anybody that's got any suggestions um, can definitely call us up at one eight seven seven AMF six one five zero and um, you know kind of give me some suggestions on how how this part still needs to be run and um, you know I'm open to anything. Are you going to be traveling around the tracks with a mobile kind of deal or uh, no? Uh, well, we're, we're going to work towards that. Um, we're doing a bunch of drop shipping right now. Like I said, we're just started up. Um, we're trying to you know get get built up here and uh, we're doing a bunch of drop shipping. We're hopefully to work towards um, you know mobile track deal um right now we're just at the racetrack giving t-shirts out if um if you haven't got an amf part shirt yet um you'll see it at me at a racetrack here soon my dad will be at volusia county this weekend at the dirt race 
I'm going to go up to Orange County, North Carolina, for the past series race. Um, giving out a bunch of shirts and cards, and just trying to get get the word out there. Name dropping again, aren't All you? Right. Name dropping. He was name dropping. See, he said his dad. <laughs> um, so, listen, man. Last year you were racing with the um, ASA Late Model Series. Are That's you doing right. any, you doing any of that this year? Um, actually, I just sold my ASA car, and uh, we got a brand new Port City Super being built. Should be done hopefully by the August race there in Lakeland. All right. Yeah. Progress, progressive selling some motors should be done here pretty soon, and the cars. You get one. Of, you get one of them cheated up chipless motors. Oh yeah, there you go. Okay, <laughs> gotta have it. <laughs> gotta have it. That's cool, Travis. <laughs> gotta have it. All right, man. And also, just to say, um, we don't have everything in stock uh, right now at Bob's place there, um, but we're working towards it. We do have a bunch of body stuff in stock at the moment, and like I say, we're we're getting we're getting more and more in stock every day. So um, if anybody needs anything, uh, please give us a shot. Again, it's one eight seven seven AMF. Six one five zero. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Well, you know how you get all the business is you got a sponsor on the uh, twenty seven late model. There you go, hey man. We, That's we, the way you do it. You got to provide me with free parts, and I put your name on the side, and I guarantee you, people will call. Well, we, we can definitely talk about that. They may be cursing you out when they call, but they will call. <laughs> there you go. I'll give them hey, your number. Hey, and you know what? I appreciate it. Send us some T-shirts. I'll do it. I'll get with Jack. I'll get everybody some T-shirts. All right. Okay. All right, Travis. Thank uh, you, man. Yeah. Bye. Take it easy. There you go. AMF. Travis Wilson. He's a good kid. Right. Enthusiastic. Very enthusiastic. Well, okay. He's selling parts. Well, you know, the, he, he... Parts is parts is parts. If I needed some parts, I'd go to him. Yeah. Um. Actually, you know what's funny? I, my nephew needs a part. He's asked me to try to find for him... To see if I got this correctly, a size 16 racing seat. Yeah, good. See, we need to call see, this guy back and tell a, him we no, already got used. people with parts. I, I want it used, though, because I don't think I can aff- right now afford a brand new one, so I need to find a used one for You should have gone to the swap meet. They had it uh, I was in Sarasota on Sunday. No so, excuses. Well, I went out, it was Girls' Day. We went out to a play. It's always Girls' something. Girls' Day, Girls' Week. No. Girls are going to Jamaica Not today. Not for me. No, we went to the Bahamas. But, uh, you know, same. for me, Sunday was Girls' water Day. Looks the Saturday same. says the water looks the same. Are we, we going to talk to Greg Roberts? Is I think, he coming up? I think we're getting him on the Greg phone Roberts, right now. Greg Roberts, he was uh, hurt very seriously. Um, I hate nearly killed in the bus. I hate to say that. Doing the hurt figure very eights. seriously doing the uh, figure eight bus. And, you know, we've always talked about, ah, how can you get hurt with that? Because we all know. The guy at uh, New Smyrna got out of the bus is how he got killed. Um, but this man here, um, Greg, was actually driving the bus. Mm-hmm. It's my understanding. It's the way that it hit caused the caused the problem. And do we, is he on the phone now Welcome with us? Welcome. In, yeah, go Greg. right ahead. Hi, Greg. Welcome to Inside Florida Racing. I'm Cece. And I'm Rob. How are you? Great. How are you folks doing this evening? Better than you. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I, I can't disagree with you there. That's for sure. I'd absolutely say that. Greg, can you explain to our listeners exactly what happened that night at DeSoto Super Speedway? Okay. Of course, I run figure eight school buses, and I was battling for second place on the 16th lap. I was coming out of turn number one, and I usually come out wide and come into the straightaway hard. And during the battle, some of the lap buses decided to slow down in the straightaway and was actually trying to give us courtesy to let the leaders go on. And uh, the guy that I was battling for a second kind of blocked my vision. And when I 
next thing I know, I looked up, and there was a bus basically stopped right in front of me, and I was probably doing about, I'd say about 58, 59 mile an hour, and he was basically, like I say, at a dead stop, and I just smashed right into the back of him. I guess I, at the last second, tapped my brakes, which, of course, anybody knows in racing, when you tap your brakes, your nose dives, so... The nose dove, and I basically scooped him up in the rear end. And then my, uh, I'm a, my racing partner, we're messed up racing, Cooney Gump. He's eight up, and I'm one up. He was on my tail end, and was right there with me. And he hit me in the rear as I hit this other guy, and it kind of shoved me on up in there. And there I sat, everything in my lap. Now, you were really pinned in the bus, weren't you? Yes, ma'am. I was pinned in the bus. They had to take the jaws of life and bring me out. That's incredible. Um, What's the extent of your injuries from this? Well, started off with the minorest part. About basically almost cut my nose off. I had to put that, throw that back on. I've got muscle and nerve damage in my right arm, where it's really even kind of hard to hold a pencil and sign my name. Now, the extensive damage was I broke my lower femur on my left leg where the pencil uh. was protruding. And then it comes on up the leg, worse than that, and I broke my hip. Uh, I had to go through about four surgeries with pins and plates and putting the hip and the leg all back together. Now it's basically uncomfortable, constant pain, no comfort. <laughs> now I gotta can't really put no weight on this leg for probably another 20 more days. And this happened, of course, at 28. And we just gotta. I go back to the doctor tomorrow. We just keep going from there, day by day. Hey, hey, Greg. I I don't mind to be really. I don't mean to be really nosy, but I, I guess I'm going to be anyway. But I'm just curious. How old are you, and and how long have you been racing the the figure eight bus? I'm 39, and this will be my third season. Wow. Now, would you race one of those buses again? Uh, yeah. I'm. You know, once it's in your blood, it's in your blood. You don't want to stop. And I got kind of right now mixed emotions about it. You want something that's traumatic happens to you and you got the family and all that of course you know their thoughts they don't want you to do it again but just like like your body it's got to heal your mind's got to heal we'll see where it goes from there mm-hmm. let me ask you this we hear and we've talked about the pit passes right and we've heard all these different tracks have gone with this new pit pass thing where you've got all this insurance are they taking care of your uh, bills? No, not at this time that we know of. Not really. Right uh, now, most of my medical is handling everything. But thanks to all my fellow racers and everybody ah, excuse me, out there, they're doing uh, helmet drives and stuff like that. And a lot of my fellow racers have been out of the track of basically come over and they build a ramp out of their pocket because I like going in and out of my house back and forth to the doctor. I, had a lot of help from friends and sponsors and stuff like that. Well, now, I'm really confused because a few months back, we had the shows where we talked about they were raising the cost of pit passes to have the insurance for the drivers, to have better insurance for the drivers. Well, I'm not saying that that's not happening. I just haven't heard much about it yet. I mean, I'm not saying that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I just previously hear all the stuff, you know, I've just gotten home here recently and everything. I'm not saying that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's something that will occur here. It will help because, it's, you know, like you say, 
I'm oh, out there having fun and entertaining people, and now look where I'm at. It's going to be at least three or four months before I can work and provide for the family. You know how that makes you feel, you know? And thousands for doctor bills. I mean, your insurance right. is only going to cover so much, and there's going to be something left for you to pay. I'll guarantee you when those bills start coming. I just wanted to know, as a race car driver, um, what exactly uh, transpires here, you know? Uh, right. I haven't well, had the opportunity. Between me, I knew I've heard of a little bit of it something about there is some kind of little bit of supplemental insurance but at this previous time we haven't heard any from it yet it's, mm-hmm. hey you want to know though don't you absolutely <laughs> about that time absolutely absolutely greg greg has it has it crossed your mind i mean i know you got obviously you, you're not out playing golf so you have lots of um, time to think about things ha- have you thought about um maybe that with the buses, there should be uh, things done to make them safer? or Absolutely. You, yeah. Give us your yeah. thoughts on that. Racing is a thrill-seeker sport just like any other sport. And we all love it. You take a chance when you go out there. Every day, I guess, they're coming up with different things for racing for safety. But I don't care if you put us in a brick wall and solid steel and padded, the whole thing. There's always room for improvement for safety. And... Right now, I feel yes, they should. They should make it a full, at least a full roll cage, like they do the cars in those buses. They really should. I went over and beyond for my own safety and put stuff in it. You know, the only thing really mandatory right now was the five-point harness and the racing seat and your helmet and your, uh, you know, your fire suit and stuff. I went over and beyond and reinforced mine here and there, and I put me a roll bar in mine. And you can see that it didn't exactly help too. So. Well, well you know, driver error too. You got to look right. at the point that absolutely that when driver error comes in there and you make that mistake, um, that driver error mistake in a race car can be death. Okay, absolutely. We have to understand that. So I I, I wouldn't want to blame it on um, anyone else. Right. But um, knowing how that wreck of yours happened, I haven't seen any. Just hearing from you, it sounds like to me that the cab got pushed back onto you. Mm, yes, yeah, in a way, in a way, but not really. I mean, would there have been a way that you could have avoided it by building something a little bit different? You think? As far as not really, because it was like, it was a normal race. It's like yeah. I say, no one race deals. Bottom line, my vision was blocked, and it was right. nothing. The track done or safety, it was. Just other vehicles on the track, you know. It's just one of them racing deals. Uh, that's what I think. Well, the school buses may not go as fast as uh, like the race cars that normally are out there. Sixties but these fast. Well, I understand. What I was getting to is, is that a school bus is massive, and it doesn't take. You don't have to be a physicist to know that if you have a wreck going fifty and hitting another something else and having a guy behind yeah, you yeah, shoving. I mean, it's a whole right. lot more dangerous than than a lot of similar circumstances in a car. Well, you guys could. You guys can definitely get together as a racing class and develop a um, a way where you guys can put on a good show, a good safe show, but nobody's really getting hit in the X. Exactly. Well, we try to do that mainly anyway. We uh, have small rules. I don't know about other tracks, but we always try to give courtesy to the leaders. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we we know when there's going to be close calls most of the time. And we kind of feather it in and out. We try to put on a show for the crowd, right. absolutely. But like you say, when you hit a blind spot, 
That's when it usually happens. Yeah, as a matter of fact, you said the guy was probably giving you some courtesy, letting you go around, and didn't yeah, even realize absolutely. it. Absolutely. He didn't realize he was actually doing more harm right. by poking along, letting us go by, than, you know, just keeping his momentum himself. Yeah, like the guy going 45 on the interstate. What? Uh... <laughs> thank him. Huh? First, I have to thank him, the guy that I actually hit. On the video, it shows him. He jumped. He didn't even wait to go down. You know how your bus has stairs. He didn't even wait to go down there. He jumped out of the window of his bus into the window of my bus and was the first one to him. I commend him on that. All right. That's uh. So what do you do, man? You watch a lot of television. What's the What's the deal? Hey, brother, listen to the radio, watch television. Toss and turn, trying to find a comfortable position. Yeah, yeah broken hip. That's kind of tough, you know. Uh, sure. Listen, Greg. Uh, I hope that you heal up well from this, and uh, you know, kind of stay in contact with. Uh, we'll check back, Jack. With you. you know, I, I kind of want to know how things work out financially with the bills getting paid and stuff like that. Uh, that's that's kind of something that we all need to know, and we all, like CC said, we talked about um, this. Uh, you know, uh, the insurance, the insurance, right. and right. and I I want to hear that there's, you know, that you're that you're covered out there, you know, and right. that. Right. Uh, we don't have to have the hardship of passing around the helmet and doing all that. You know that your bills hopefully would get paid for. But um, if there's anything we can do for you, let us know. I certainly appreciate y'all's concern. I enjoyed talking with y'all tonight. Well, thank you so much, Greg. And um, you know, I would just want you to know I've seen you up there at Desoto Racing, and I enjoyed it when I uh, watched you out there. And I'm uh, will have you keep you and your family in my prayers. We certainly appreciate it. Thank you for joining us tonight. We'll return hopefully one day. Okay. All right. Take it easy, man. Um, well, I, I hope that Greg gets better. You know, uh, he's laid up there, broken. He's got a long recovery. Broken femur, broken hip. Broken hip. Uh, when he hit that bus, the bus probably weighs, I don't know, I'd say 10,000 pounds. Let's say let's say 7,500. And he had another, uh, let's say 10,000 pounds. They probably do weigh every bit of that. Another one behind him. So he had 20,000 pounds of power thrusting into the back of that other bus. Mm-hmm. He's luck- It sounds like he's lucky that he got away with what he did. Yeah. sounds like it, it could have probably been much worse. There's, there's no games on the racetrack. It doesn't matter what you race out there on the racetrack. If it has in the name at all figure eight, I don't care what precedes or, or, or mm-hmm. postseeds, <laughs> if it says figure eight this... You know, it's all about action. Look That's out. That's right. And I don't um, care by the way, boats. I don't care there if is a figure eight, eight race this Saturday night at Charlotte County Motorsports Park. And theirs is a run with your brung figure eight race, if you can imagine. Oh, you get four cylinders <laughs> in with the eight cylinders. It's a good, good time. Now, they should be starting to uh, get enough of the four cylinders or V8 cars to be able to start splitting that up. I'm sure that's Eventually, their hope. yeah. And the trucks run in with, there, too. With 26 of those. Uh, uh, four cylinders there. I know. I think he what it comes down to is how many of them feel comfortable with running, you know, their their race cars through through the figure eight. And that's true. They do need to watch the safety aspect mm-hmm. of that. But because um, not every driver can no afford game. to fix the cars back up. Not every driver wants to race figure eights. It was something I never did. Yeah. I never did. Never entered in one figure eight race. Not even just to go out there and get the starting money. Well, we you know you got some great drivers down there at Charlotte that will be you know. 
racing in it. Wally Smith likes to race in it. Derek Gordon. I hope Robert Crisp is coming to Randy race Kyle. in it. And I hope Robert Crisp comes back You guys got to see him run He's figure eight. He's excellent. He is a figure eight He's driver. He's great from, out on the track. Really from, like watching uh, him. Way back. And, uh, you know, um, Rob, I think a lot of people out there are uh, very anxious for us to get to the portion of the show <laughs> when we announce our Pandora Jewelers Inside Florida Racing June Driver of the Month. Yes, we're a little late. We're sorry, but we did have to ponder around quite a few names. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have narrowed it down to a dirt late model racer. Yes, we have. <coughs> and um, I know there. I I think there's probably a lot of people out there right now just listening, going, looking at the clock, going, "Okay, it's getting closer to nine o'clock. When are they going to make the big announcement? When are they going to make the big announcement?" Well, it's it's no secret that um, in uh, the dirt late model racing in the month of June that uh, one person actually uh, was a, a huge standout in winning multiple races at multiple racetracks, mm-hmm. doing multiple things. Um, I haven't I been to a dirt race in a while. I'm Jones, and I need to, I need to hit a dirt track soon. Who do we have on one? We actually have that person on. We have well. our June driver of the month <laughs> on the line. Oh, it I news, am it's so going to be news to him. And he's hearing it right now. He heard he, what you said. That's did right. he? Oh, did yes. he hear? Oh, yeah. So so then can can I say? You, you can say it. it. Oh, take, wonderful. Take over, Susie. <laughs> for, for the Pandora Jewelers Inside Florida Racing June Driver of the Month, congratulations to Mr. Johnny Collins. Hey, Johnny. <laughs> All right. Where's the, where's the clapping in the background? <laughs> Surprise, My goodness, I'm, surprise, I'm sure Johnny's surprise. doing backflips. He's never won anything like this before. Uh, I'll have you know that you will get a plaque with your name yes. on it. And um, at the end of the year, who knows, you might win this diamond ring that we have. Hey, that's, that'll work. Yeah. So congratulations. Talk to us a little bit about uh, your wins in June. Well, uh, we actually got on a pretty good streak there. Uh, I was driving for Terry Wright at the time. Now we're back doing our own uh, own deal again uh little unexpected change but uh when terry wasn't happy with your winning i, I don't really know what, <laughs> what went on there uh, i always joked around and said maybe the taxes wasn't working out right we was winning too much and wasn't spending enough i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but hell i wish them well yeah so you you got another deal going now um what, what are you looking forward to over the next few months well, um, I think right now we'll uh, we'll stay on the same track we was on. Uh, follow uh, Ken's deal and uh, hit some arrays, you know, races and you know whatever's close, whatever comes up to spend a little bit of money. I'm gonna try to stay within three hours from the house just because of fuel costs and everything. You know, being back on my own, you know, team deal. So it's looking for sponsorships to make it on. You know, that kind of deal. So, uh, so where is home for you, Johnny? <laughs> Jacksonville. Jacksonville. A lot of dirt races so... in Jacksonville. Okay, yeah. so that means we probably, uh, when Ken Kenny brings the uh, late models down to Charlotte, Charlotte County Motorsports Park on August 16th, mm-hmm. you most likely you were not going to come down and venture on our asphalt. I did not say that I wasn't. Ooh. <laughs> I just said I try to stay right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope you make it, so that way then I can come on down and say hi. Well, I'll make it then. Excellent. I Wait. know where he will be, CC. Oh, he's going to be at Volusia, isn't he? He'll be at Volusia this I weekend. He'll be there this weekend for sure. Uh, what do you think? That's going to be a huge show, you think? I believe we're going to have a big car count there. That's going to be a big deal. I see that you finished second at uh, Ocala. I wanted to ask you, 
Uh, what do you think about Ocala's new face? I tell you what, I like the place. It's uh, it's fun to drive. It's slicker than I mean, all I all get out now. It, you got to think about what you're doing, so that's what makes it fun for me. You know, in the car, you're always thinking, and, and you get in that lap traffic, which kind of messed me up this weekend, but it's my own fault. You know, I didn't read it right. But uh, you, you get out there, the track's fast, it's slick, multiple grooves. What can you say? I mean, it, there's it's all there. Mm-hmm. Had you ever raced on that track before uh, when it was dirt? When it was dirt the first time or clay the first time, uh, back in, say, 92 or 93, I think it was. Right. I would used to go around there beating doors back then. Uh-huh. How old are you, Johnny? 33. How long have you been racing? Uh, a whole story all the way back to go-kart racing. I started racing when I was five years old. We uh, traveled go-kart racing, uh, you know, up down the East Coast mainly, uh, Horseman Gold Cups, um, you know, Dirt Nationals and all that up till about 15 years old. Then we built race cars and started traveling from there. You know, just staying about like I'm doing again, a couple hours from the house, mm-hmm. turn from track to track, just uh, to gain experience because, you know, you get stuck in one track and you're never, you'll never ever go anywhere and right. feel versatile enough to, to make the changes. So that's what we always try to do. At one time, you know, your your goal in life was to make it to the big boys, but uh, <laughs> I guess now I just accept we're going to have fun and dirt race the rest of our lives. Well, you know, the way things are going with uh, the dirt late models, um, this is the big time right here, man. You got to well, be you got to be on your game to even make a show these days in dirt late model racing. In any dirt late model series, on top of that, when you're talking, you know, thirty cars on average at some places, forty and sixty. I'm just, you know, we have sixty cars probably this weekend on at minimum. I'm hoping. So yeah, you one slip and you'll be on the trailer watching the race. That's right. Well, at least when you win, it makes it even more sweeter, don't it? Oh, it does, and. Going up, even on a local Saturday night, you got 35 cars on a local Saturday night in this series, and, and the guys that run there every week, they're no slouch. So when you roll into their track, even on a national deal, and you outrun them guys, I mean, that's that's another notch. I yeah, mean, when you, you've done something. When you go to East Bay, you got to deal with the Nosbridge game. <laughs> that's kind of what I was talking about right there. <laughs> that's a tough place on the, you know by itself. And you know you got more and more guys that are taking their money that they've been invested in uh, – asphalt racing all these years and they're putting it into dirt racing now so that's making an even stiffer competition you know oh yeah so what uh it's all about what johnny what uh what can the fans expect uh this weekend at volusia what do you think what do you see happening here oh well i'm gonna look for a real good race but me out front to be honest (laughs) (laughs) well Well, that's kind of what i'm looking for (laughs) nothing wrong with that now that you've been on our show that's I mean that's that's just what happens anyway. But uh, oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, you know, Sean Smith was really upset we were going to be talking to you tonight because it's a sure winner every time that we talk yep. to him. <laughs> yeah, he won't like that at all. <laughs> oh. You better look out for that seventeen this weekend. He's 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 definitely uh, going to be coming to get that victory. He's uh, he's been you know real strong everywhere we went uh, so far, and uh, we've just been little you know. We had the brakes roll our way where we've come out with a few wins here lately and, and got us caught back up in the points. Well, one thing I can say is all the fans are loving what you guys are putting out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're supposed to be talking to Ken Kenny here shortly. And, uh, again, we're going to pat him on the back and tell him what a great job he's doing as uh, definitely the promoter of the year. <laughs> That's right. Oh, he's going to win the promoter down. of the year, hands, hands down, down, with uh, what he's hey, done. Hey, Johnny, we're going to take a vote at the next uh, at the next United Dirt Lake Model Challenge Series race, and uh, and and see if we can put a time limit on uh, on drivers' meetings. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, that would be a fun. <laughs> 
your mom will break a launch here. <laughs> Actually, what he should do is give his driver's meeting to a recorder, and then they can edit it out, <laughs> give you the edited version. Well, I'll tell you, you know, being down here around Jacksonville, you know, we like the sweet tea around my house. So I think I'm going to set me up a sweet tea stand, bring my bring my lawn chair, and I'm going to sell me a couple glasses while we're there. I might Perfect. get one to kind of. Help his throat out because he gets dry by the time he gets done. Well, you yeah. know, ever since we've been talking about these drivers' meetings, more people have been showing up to him. You notice? <laughs> well, but, we just don't want to miss nothing. He might have something. Yeah, before long, they're going to do it over the loudspeaker and do it right in front of the grandstands. Yeah. There you go. There All you right, go. <laughs> listen, man. Congratulations on uh, the uh, Pandora Jeweler Driver of the Month uh, deal, and uh, and uh, we wish you the best this weekend. We'll have a great time over there, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I know we will. Hey, Johnny, make sure you tell everybody that you won this award. Rub it in. That's right. Drag it all up. And you are the driver of the month for the month of June. All right. Congratulations, and uh, look forward to meeting you in August. All right, we'll be there. All okay. right, take it easy, Johnny. Bye-bye. All right, bye. There you have it, number five. Johnny Collins uh, looks to be the winner of the big race at Volusia. Half mile, CC. Half mile Half on dirt. Mile. Mm. Three and four wide. Uh, Volusia's always been a place to race. Uh, when it comes to seeing some good dirt racing, and yeah. he's one of those guys that's from that area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've talked to a lot of dirt racers from Jacksonville. Earl Pearson Jr. is from Jacksonville, remember? That's right. And I think Ivanitz from Ivanitz from uh, Jacksonville, I believe. Ocala. I'm not sure about He's from Ocala. He's from Ocala. Uh, he, he slipped in on us. Uh, welcome to Inside Florida Racing, Ken Kenny. Ken Kenny. Hey, Kenny. Hey, girl. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. And how's everybody else doing? Oh, we're great. Hey, we've, everything's fine. We, we're we, just talking about what a great promoter you are. You're the eighth guest in this two-hour show, man. So we always do a three-hour show in two hours somehow. <laughs> I appreciate that. I, um, I'm sure it went real good tonight with eight guests. I guarantee you that. So... And we made sure we only left you a couple minutes. That way you couldn't keep us long. <laughs> no, that's fine, man. That's fine. That's fine. That's really, that's, that's totally good, man. I'm, uh, I'm running out of words this week. <laughs> really? Well, that's comforting words for the driver's meeting. Oh, hey, they just. Might, no, it's going to be short. I, I tell you the truth. The only reason it went long last time is, you know, because I was trying not to step on any toes and I wanted everything to be smooth and, you know, um, I was at a different racetrack that I, that I was I wasn't as familiar with, and you know you had the Ray Miller influx of. Uh, I was really trying to boost him for putting in the money into the into our show that night, and you know, and and it went a little long. It won't this time, I can tell you. Um, What's the it, latest? Well, about the this race or about the latest? Yeah, this 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 race. This race to me um, is about Scott Thompson. You know, in the Thompson family and memorial, and and uh, similar to what I said over there at the Powell Memorial, um, any little differences between the drivers, the teams, the sanctions, whatever, you know, that's all got to be set aside. You know, all the petty stuff, and you know, uh, focus on what this thing means and what it was. You know, what this memorial race was set up for, and that was to honor Scott Thompson and the family. And you know, that's that's really my only focus at the drivers' meeting this this week. Uh, behind closed doors, you know, we, you know, we're working on other things and uh, trying to make our deal better. And and I'm gonna be honest with you. Now, I'm just being very short and honest. I promise you, I'm go- I'm going to raise the bar on uh, on this deal, on the game, as Rick calls it. I'm gonna raise the bar on dirt track racing. Mm-hmm. 
Well, oh, uh, intriguing. we're we're uh, we're intrigued now. Intriguing. I was down at Charlotte County Speedway earlier this uh, week, and uh, we had a couple of the guys down there uh, uh, testing, and uh, uh, that race is coming up in August. The, the asphalt race. What's the newest about that deal? Um, uh, be honest with you, very awesome. More commitments today. I've got some guys that I can't even say over the air what kind of words they were using when they first thought they had to go to an asphalt race. <laughs> it, 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 it was not just no, but it was ASC. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. No, but you know, heck no, but with a few more L's in there, you know. And they, and they weren't going to come. And now all of a sudden, uh, a couple of those guys that told me no, but heck no, those guys are coming. Uh, Kent Corbin called me tonight, and he said... Uh, he had a change of heart, and him and Shane Williams are going to come with both of his cars, and Billy Costello wasn't going to come, and he's coming. And They'll all come. It's, it's peer I'm pressure. Kenny, it's peer <laughs> pressure. Once they, they hear who else is coming, they're going to want to come. Now, just Saturday night when I was at, at Charlotte County Motorsports Park, a couple people came up to me and asked me if I knew for sure if Bubba was going to be there on August the 16th. So do you know if, if Bubba's going to come down? Um, I'm going to tell you this much. Uh I, I do not know this very second because I'll tell you, when we checked his schedule, it was not on his schedule. However, Keith Nosbish told me that he was going to talk him into doing that race. Keith personally told me that because Keith said it was right up the street. Bubba had some experience on asphalt, and he felt like uh, <laughs> he needed to be there. And uh, so we'll know for sure. I have a firm commitment this weekend because I know he's going to be at Volusia County Okay. For sure, this weekend. Well, so, if, if he's going to be there, will you do me a big favor? Yes, I will. Well, will you, uh, even though Bob and I both work in the world of radio, would, would you introduce us so then, you know, I can find oh, Come on, you're a Clear Channel girl. Yeah, just, just because I work for Clear Channel doesn't mean I know everybody else. Those are the ones that who, ousted him. Who, you know, who worked for Clear Channel in the past. <laughs> or they got fired or, and fined you know. from Clear Channel. So yeah. no, I would just I would just appreciate it if you could make introductions for me. I will. I will. Thank you, hon. I will. I, I want to tell you something. Uh, all, and again, I don't want to get long winded on it. You guys, I really appreciate you guys, and I appreciated staff, everybody that's helped me put this thing together this year. And um, you know, I really was working toward uh, merging some things here and there, and 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 now I'm not. I, I, I again, I want to raise the bar and. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm going to force other people to be on their A game. And you can't tell us any more than that. <laughs> Intrigue. We're going to have a wonderful weekend with the National Late Model Series, our series, and Volusia's uh, Speedway Park uh, Late Models. We're going to have an awesome weekend this weekend, and like I said, we're going to raise the bar again. And uh, that's that's it for this show that I can tell you about. Right all right, all right, okay, all right. Okay. The only thing I want you to promise me is. We'll be out of there before three thirty. Man, I'm telling you what. If we have a four hour, we, yes, yes, I can promise you that. Because here's the deal: if we have a four hour rain delay in Volusia, the only thing you're going to race there is boats, because you ain't racing cars with a four hour rain delay in Volusia. I promise you that. Okay, got that right. I guarantee you. That's uh, how they're raising the bar, Jack. No more racing that late, early in the morning. All right. What? Now, I know you got some feedback. and I, I mean, I was down there. I talked to J.R. Garcia down at Charlotte testing on and Bobby Clark. Bobby's his name, right, Bobby Clark? Yeah, Bobby Clark. Yeah, I, I talked to both those guys down there uh, this past week. And um, 
Now, what's your summation uh, from the feedback you got from all these guys? Uh, what do you think? It'll be okay? The tires are going to work? It's all going to be good? Oh, yeah. The tires are going to work, and, uh, and the feedback I got is the opposite of what I expected. Uh, Wayne Anderson told me those tires were not going to work without being really worked on a lot. And, uh, and you know, I have the utmost respect for Wayne. And Richard Pratt put a little bit of that into it, too, because these guys are good wheels on asphalt. But I'm going to be honest with you. We worked with these tires, you know, courtesy Johnny Allen. And Johnny worked these tires, and the tire, the set of tires that he worked, that he let those guys use, because, you know, his motor was hurt. From when he went there, he hurt his motor, and he and he. He's going to get it back this Thursday, and he's not going to make Volusia, but he'll be at Waycroft and then again at Charlotte. But what Johnny uh, found out was when they worked these tires, these tires actually worked better when they were not screwed with. Yep. They they, they did. The other ones were slick and slimy, and, and uh, you know, honestly, they just need some heat cycles in them. They got better and better as they went. So I'm going to talk to Bobby Deal heavily about having an extended practice that Friday night. Yeah. I mean, an extended practice. I'm talking let these guys in there from 3 in the afternoon until 10 o'clock at night if they want to and leave their stuff there. Yeah. And uh, I believe the more and more these guys get around there with with the tires just scuffing them and working them, um, I think these cars are going to be fine. Yeah, that was the kind of what I got, too, was that the, the tires didn't need to be messed with. No, they don't. And... Uh, Man, I, I just couldn't. I hope all of y'all are going to make your way up to Volusia this weekend, because uh, I'll tell you what—that's an awesome facility. And where they need the help is the the people. I mean, I'm being honest. They they need people to promote and push the track because the the track's out in the middle of nowhere, and that's the biggest challenge that Tanya's got here. Because her staff is an awesome staff. They do a good yeah. job running the program, and you know they're top notch. Cool. Absolutely. Well, you guys are going to have a great time this weekend. It's going to be huge. It's going to be another one of those big uh, uh, Ken Kenny deals. <laughs> I'll tell you, like Rick says, it's the game, and, and we we really – I'm not going to take all the credit. I mean, I, I like to, I'd like to take credit for diffusing the problems when they come up and try to, you know, uh, can't make everybody happy, but I try to make as many people happy as you can. But um, – my staff really has has really grown up, and and the added experience that have been around racing, like Rick Warren and and uh, Jack and Rick and and uh, you know a lot, a lot of the other people. That that's really what's made the difference and made this thing fun and successful. Well, all right, I'm excited. Well, and thanks right, so much, um, Make taking some time out of your busy schedule and joining us this <laughs> evening, Ken. We really appreciate it. Hey, Ken, who's leading your points? Sean Smith. That's right. Showtime, Sean Smith. You got it. Sean's doing a good job, man. All right, Ken. We'll see you on uh, Saturday night, Volusia. You bet. I look forward to seeing you. Take Uh, care, girl. See you later, Ken. Bye-bye. Take it easy. Folks, uh, there you have it. Volusia Speedway Park's going to have huge... Oh, no, we're Huge going back into the twilight zone. You're never going to unlock this door. You're going to need to use the key of imagination to I really just, understand I just it. wanted to remind you of where we've been. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll get to the bottom of the uh, racing at multiple racetracks deal. Uh, yeah. Um, we haven't had a show like this in quite a while. Yeah, we haven't got on a track uh, promoter like we did today. And uh, I still want to say, folks, listen, in the Auburndale area, Go to that racetrack, support it. The racers continue to support it. And if you want to go race at two racetracks, do it. 
Find you two racetracks that will let you race. That's all I can tell you. And uh, hey, keep it up for July. Things are going good for the racers out there racing. We've already got some standouts already for the uh, Driver of the Month Award in July. Yep. That's for sure. And once again, congratulations to our June Driver of the Month, Johnny Collins. And uh, good luck, Johnny, and all the guys as they take the track at Volusia. Yeah, weekend. go see Johnny. Go see go Johnny. Go see him. Go see that Driver of the Month out there. That's right. If uh, you want to be on the show, you want to uh, express your thoughts, if uh, you listen to this show and uh, you think you want to say anything to me, send it to Rob Elting at AOL.com. That's R-O-B-E-L-T-I-N-G at AOL.com. If you want to get a hold of C.C. Brooks, you can get a hold of me at C-E-C-E at W-I-K-X.com. And send all the good news, all the great news to feedback at RealRacingUSA.com. And all the general stupid questions, please refer to feedback at RealRacingUSA.com. <laughs> Who deciphers whether or not they're stupid or not? Well, we let Carol Wicks do that. Oh, have a good evening, everyone. Thank you, Carol. Yeah, Carol, always, thanks for, for going through all that menagerie of stuff and for helping us set our shows up. Thanks to our guest. Same time next week. Cece, will you be here? I will be here next Monday, and this Saturday night I will be at uh, Charlotte County Motorsports Park. I will be here next uh, Monday night. I don't know where I'll be this weekend. Maybe I'll go to Volusia. Who knows? Uh, maybe I, I'll go to Auburndale. I picked a bad week. As long as I don't go to Charlotte blue. prior to. <laughs> Folks, we'll see you next week. Oh, Take good it easy. Good night, everyone.